There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious Beast. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and Snacks. So get ready, here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. Well, hello and welcome to the Monday KBJ Show. First Monday of the new year for us. Uh, Yay. Happy huh? Monday. Oh, yeah. I, I like when you put things in perspective like that. It is, yeah. It's, it's a your sad perspective. perspective. So many more Mondays to go. So many more Mondays. The first of many to come. Will you like the weeks better where there are no Mondays, Kevin? Maybe one of these days, Virginia. Just not today. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, mean, I finally feel like I'm back to normal. Florida time. Yeah. It's Monday. I feel okay. good. Back in your groove. Yeah, I do. You shook off that uh, jet lag? Yeah, that was weird. I had really bad jet lag this last time. I, yeah. I really kept up forgetting what day it was. Yeah. You know, you know how when you leave somebody, sometimes you'll dream about them after. Do you ever dream about that goat? Since you've been gone from Oregon? I have not dreamt about the goat, but I've thought about the goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's because I keep on doing goat videos on social media. Don't worry, y'all. I'm done with the goat videos. It's his goat era. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You're allowed. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a ton of stuff going on here today. We're going to start giving away vacations to Sandals Resorts, and they got a bunch of them in the Caribbean. Ooh. We're going to get you the hookup for that. And don't forget, coming up on Friday, South Florida Fair opens up. Yes. It's that time will, of year again. I will be there for the mm-hmm. opening ceremonies. Okay. Now, yeah, Virginia always gets called out. She does, and then she goes in there late <laughs> every year. One year I was late. I will never do that again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the program had started. Oh, boy. Everybody was seated. Jay Cashmere was like 10 minutes into it, uh-huh. and oh, I yeah. come rolling in late. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. Thousands of people are in the arena. Yeah, it's a tough look. <laughs> Tough look. So we got uh, those tickets for you. If you want to go to the South Florida Fair, we got a four-pack of tickets right about 7.15 this morning. So we got a ton of stuff to get to. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about today, Jay Bird? So I kind of got to leave a medical question, and I don't really trust Google anymore because anytime you Google anything, especially about medical stuff, it says you're dying. So I had been very dehydrated, and instead of going with water, I decided to go with Pedialyte. I like this stuff. It's a little too thick sometimes. Syrupy. It is syrupy, but I like to put it in the freezer, get a little slushy. So that kind of gives me a little Pedialyte slushy. But I guess my question would be, if you are dehydrated, does this really give you the kick in the nards that you need (laughs) Or is water always the end-all, be-all, best for staying hydrated? No, that is better than water. So by drinking this, I'm better than water. If you believe the professionals, that's what they say. Now, can you get Pedialyte addiction? (laughs) 
Have you just replaced your soda addiction with now a Pedialyte addiction? Well, I'm definitely trying to quit soda. I'm trying to be a little bit healthier. But you can hear it in my voice. I, I, I'm dehydrated. I'm down. Dehydrated? Dehydrated. Okay. See? It, what are you? It's muting out my D's. <laughs> <laughs> Dehydrated. <laughs> You're muting your D? Well, it, it sounds like I can't want to say hydrated when I'm trying to say dehydrated. <laughs> it's a side effect of being dehydrated. Boy, you got a lot going on over there. Yeah, so is this the is this the, the shine everyone makes it out to be Pedialyte? And then last thing, I've said it before, I'm going to say it one more time. Pedialyte, what kind of little packaging do you have? Why is it so hard? Why do I cut myself every time trying to open it? <laughs> That's the safety seal. Dude. It's that foil seal that a lot of things use. It is difficult to get. And then with your grip, I mean, you have a horrible grip. Well, then I, then I stabbed it. And then part uh-huh. of it, a part of the cup or part of the container thingy went into my Pedialyte. So now I'm drinking. Now you're drinking the foil thing? <laughs> yes. Oh. That's not good. No. I'm drinking shards of. Shards of foil. That'll offset all the positives you just brought in. <laughs> But other than that, though, I love me some Pedialyte. Other than my torn esophagus, everything's great. Mm-hmm. But if I just switched to Pedialyte on the reg all day long instead of water, why would I not do that? I think it's a good idea. Okay. If you're feeling crispy and crusty, I think Pedialyte is really a good choice for you. All right. I think I'm going to, I'm quitting water, Kev. Okay. And I'm strictly. I don't know if you ever started water. You hated water. I hated it. You've always hated it. You sang a battle rap. You and the snack pack have a battle rap against water and its benefits. I really do hate water. I think I'm allergic to it. It gives me a headache. I don't know. You know, Gatorade has come out with a Pedialyte-ish product, and they have the same kind of... It's not as syrupy as Pedialyte. I kind of like the taste better. I've had it before. I brought it to you. The taste is better, but I feel like Gatorade ain't bringing the medical heat like the Pedialyte does. This isn't the baby section, bro. Yeah. You know that means that it's... Right. And I think the Gatorade, sometimes the regular, you can get too much sugar and they got a lot of sodium in it. Maybe more than you need. And I've heard with the Gatorade, unless you are running a marathon, you don't necessarily, yeah, that your typical person shouldn't necessarily be drinking Gatorade. Orange Gatorade tastes way too good for it to even be close to healthy. Yeah. This Pedialyte's got a hint of health to it. It tastes medicine-y. It, it does. <laughs> Gatorade. You like I mean, that? They got that fierce that, grape. That, that's amazing tasting from Gatorade. <laughs> medicine-y finish. Yes. So nice. All so right. Nice. You know, I don't even need to talk to the medical field. I just talked yeah. to Virginia. You came up in here and there we you set go. you straight. You know all you f- need. You know my friend Dr. Wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Dr. Evil. No. <laughs> what you got on your mind today, Virginia? Well, over the weekend, I went to check out one of our new podcast endorsers. You know, we have some uh, spots that run on our podcast, a place called I Need Coffee in Jupiter. Do you know okay. about this, Jay Bird? No. You need to know about this, because I didn't know about this. So it's on Indian Town Road, just west of Military, and it's a weed coffee place. What? You can get weed in your coffee if you want it. I didn't get it, but if you want it, you can get it. I got regular coffee, and they have, like, this Haitian brew that, like, helps people over in Haiti. And, you know, I like helping people. Sure. So you drink it, and you feel like, oh, I'm helping people of mm-hmm. Haiti. And if you want, you can add weed to your coffee. So I am not at all trying to poo-poo on this weed coffee, but how are they legally able to do that? 
bruh, I don't know. Are you sure it's a weed? And I'm it's not sure. A, one of those. There's a there's a light up weed light on the door when you walk in. And Do you I, don't need any kind of medical marijuana license to get it. I think they do. I think they. I think they're licensed. So do you have to have your license to get the coffee? I think so. Okay. So I. They do not, not you. No, you have to. You can't. You cannot go buy anything weed related without a card legally. Really? So that makes me think that it's not really weed coffee. It's one of them, like CB, something that that's the legal stuff that you're getting. I should have brought Denny's with me because I didn't understand it. <laughs> it seems obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you endorsing me? it? I am. I thought it was weed coffee. Look, I could, be, <laughs> I could oh, wow. be wrong, but I feel like you can't just go buy weed coffee in Florida. <laughs> Believe me. I would have known about this. <laughs> yeah, was, like, yeah, it, was. it seems like they're screwing right. a big law here. Well, you got to come with me then and explain to me the difference. <laughs> Unless somebody thinks I'm wrong. I really feel pretty confident. I believe it. if that was the case, people would be making weed Slurpees, weed brownies. <laughs> we, yeah, we, yeah well, the weed brownie market would just be taken off. I, I, I don't have to be licensed. I don't, there's, a, there's a weed thing on the door, bro. And then you don't have, you don't need a card. Yeah, oh, dude, there's no way that's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about heaven. All right, I'm gonna bring you because I want you to see it and tell me if it's real. Uh, well, do you have to start? I know, yeah. But do you have to start doing the ads today? Yeah, I already started. I cut the one this morning. So the- did you say you can come get weed infused coffee? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah. If we don't get- know if you can actually get weed infused coffee or not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, there's a pot leaf on the door. It yeah. looks so legit. You can't just put up a pot leaf on the door if you don't have some kind of pot in you your coffee. You might actually be able to. I, I just I ran into the the back room because Denny's is covering from for suits today because suits is sick. Aww. And I go, Yo, Denny's, does this sound real? It's like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to investigate. Yeah, you probably should before we start running the ads. <laughs> Dog, I'm telling you, they uh, sell so real well, weed coffee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just come with me and let me show it to you because it looked legit. Well, if, if, if we go there and there's not weed coffee, I'll be mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, just bring a pen with you, just in oh, case. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! <laughs> that's something. They, they, why did they get you to endorse it? Because uh, Duncan wouldn't probably oh, appreciate. Oh, that's it. right. Because <laughs> I do a coffee donut you place. Do coffee. <laughs> hey Duncan, are you cool with this oh, fake my weed? Oh uh, wow! <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> uh, so we got some research. We got some studying. To hey, do. Daddy's can you hold that ad for a little while? Uh, yeah, let me figure out what I'm promoting. Is it hemp? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> but look, they also got fire biscuits. They got breakfast. Oh, they got a all, fire biscuit. They got, like, croissant. They got all kind of stuff. They got fire biscuits. They may, well, there you go. They may or may not have weed we coffee. We cut the main part of the business out. Just go with fire biscuits, Danny's. <laughs> Kevin, they've got, they've got weed biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good heavens. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, obviously got to uh, vent just a bit uh, about uh, what was going on last night at Hard Rock Stadium 
with the uh, Miami Dolphins. It was a pretty big game that they really needed to win against the Buffalo Bills coming in. And, man, them Bills really came in. I saw how many people were catching flights from Buffalo down into South Florida. They took over the elbow room on Fort Lauderdale Beach. Wow. So obnoxious. If you're a Dolphins fan, you couldn't drink there over the weekend. (laughs) I mean, they just had the whole thing. You'd have been harassed. It just was uh, not very cool. So last night it was uh, looking pretty good until the Bills decided to break open a long punt for a touchdown. So Miami will punt Back-to-back possessions, Jake Bailey with a big punt, sends Deontay Hardy all the way back to the five, has some space, takes off, look out, Hardy, gets a block downfield, Hardy's going to go, he's in midfield, nobody's going to catch him, Deontay Hardy, 95 yards! Mm, Yeah, so that, uh... So it was close until that? Uh, yeah, Dolphins actually had the lead. That uh, tied it up. Wow. Christian Wilkins had a huge play at one point, which yeah. really looked like it was kind of going for the Dolphins. Yeah. Christian Wilkins played great. Yeah, he had a great game. Yeah, the Bills were really getting close to scoring, and then Christian Wilkins stepped in. Right there between Christian Wilkins, their best interior pass rusher, going against the rookie, Osiris Torrance. Wow. The isolation is what's creating the havoc now for Josh Allen. What a play. What a play. He came in, sacked Josh Allen, and stripped the ball from him and landed with it. That no. was a huge turnover. Christian does not play. No. It was a great play. And yeah. I don't watch football, I'm watching it going, dang. Yeah, it was an amazing play. He, you know, he did his part. So the one person I'm sure people are gonna have some questions about is Tua, who was trying to bring the Dolphins back down 21 to 14, two minutes left in the game. Fourth straight division championship for the Bills and a team that starting off yesterday, I don't even think really even knew that they were going to be in the playoffs. They wind up with the number two seed. That's just how crazy yesterday was. Wow. So now the Dolphins are the number six seed, and they're going to be playing the Chiefs in Kansas City this Saturday night at 8 p.m. To let you know the difference in what last night meant, the Dolphins would have had a home game coming up this weekend had they won. Instead, they're going to go play at Kansas City. The forecast for Kansas City on Saturday when they play is a high of 12, game time probably about one degree. And they got to play Taylor Swift. A high of 12? High of 12 for the day likely and it's a night game so 8 p.m yeah you're probably looking at maybe five to two degrees is going to be the temperature in kansas city with that wind it is going to be a very hard frozen surface i know how they can warm themselves up a little weed coffee (laughs) yeah (laughs) which may or may not have weed in it Still trying to figure that out. So people are saying Delta 8. I'm not sure what that means. about What's your a week. Delta 8? I don't know. Delta Airline? Unfortunately, we can't get Denny's in here because Suits is in here. Kev, <laughs> <laughs> your show's falling apart again. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a tough Monday. Suits is sick. Again? Yeah. Again. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Every time I hear that something's going around, I'm like, and Suits will get it in three, <laughs> two. Come in, I'm sick. That's how you know the illness is circling around. Yes. Whenever there's suits an illness. Suits gets it first. Yeah. Yes. Than everybody else. 
Uh, yeah, the unfortunate thing for the Dolphins, they have not won a playoff game since the year 2000. 23 years. Okay, well, you know, mm-hmm. they're due. ESPN Analytics gives the Chiefs a 53% chance of winning ah. on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tell us the numbers. Don't you factor out Christian Wilkins. He can carry the whole team on his back. Yeah, he was trying last night. So uh, good job, Christian, and uh, good luck to the Dolphins coming up on Saturday. It looks like uh, you've seen your last Dolphins home game at Hard Rock Stadium this year. I heard they announced at least once or twice talk about what a great season he's had. Yeah, he has. He really has. Christian has just had an amazing year, and uh, like I said, hopefully he gets that uh, contract that he yeah. much deserves. I mean, everybody he's going to want him. I was listening to my panda talking about the Bills saying, oh man, I wish the Bills had somebody like Christian Wilkins. Yeah, Every team is going to want him, but we want to keep him as a Dolphin, so they never pay him. Yeah, well hopefully they do. We'll see what happens in the offseason. Still got at least one more game to go. Uh, We'll see how that goes. And then uh, tonight, the uh, College Football National Championship is uh, on. You got the Michigan Wolverines against the Washington Huskies. You got a dog in this fight? I got to go Michigan. Yeah, because uh, my whole family, my son went to Michigan. My wife is so passionate about this game. So Whatever. Yeah. FSU should be in it. I'm not watching. You're not, huh? <laughs> yeah. They're not in it. All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, what did not happen to Jay Bird over the weekend? His first weekend back from hanging out in Oregon. He had uh, many things happen to them, but one of these did not. Did somebody in his neighborhood complain about how loud his Jeep is? Did he get an update on him changing his middle name to Pizza? Did he lose 100 bucks on that Dolphins loss last night? Did he throw out his back while dancing naked? Or did he finally watch the Barbie movie? One of those things didn't happen. What do you think it is, Virginia? I'm hoping it's throw out his back. You hope that did not happen. I hope that did not happen. But you do hope I was dancing naked. I do. Okay. <laughs> hmm. I know you didn't watch the Barbie movie because now it's a thing. Okay, so you're saying that didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't think that happened. You don't think the Barbie thing happened? All right. No, I think you're waiting for Kev. Okay. I can tell you, I'm not waiting for Kev. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a good choice. I am going to go with. The $100 on the Dolphins. We'll see. I mean, he does know what was going on in the game, so it does sound like maybe he had a vested interest. I just don't know the uh, bird laying down any kind of sports bets. We'll see which one did not happen next. The KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF. So which one of these things did not happen to Jay Bird over the weekend? Did somebody in his neighborhood complain about how loud his Jeep is? Did he get an update on him changing his middle name to Pizza? Did he lose 100 bucks on the Dolphins' loss last night? Did he throw on his back while dancing naked? Or did he finally watch that Barbie movie? Okay, Virginia. I was going to go with the Dolphins' loss. I don't know, Jaber, to be a sports better, but maybe he's now jumped into it. Bro, remember me telling you how much money I won on the Little League World Series? That was... 20 years ago? Yeah, but still. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm in that that, that world. Okay. Uh, and you have CD friends. <laughs> yeah. I know I do. I, I have a lot of CD friends that have bookies. Yes. I, I've got a lot of friends who have bookies. Let me if just he wanted that. to make a bet, he wouldn't have to make more than just a quick call or text. Or, or, or I don't even have to download an app either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't have to go through the legit way. 
<laughs> so, Virginia, you were going to go with the Barbie movie? I was going to go with Throw the Back Out because I medically, okay. I, I hope he didn't go through the pain of throwing his back out again over the weekend. He looks spry today. He does. Okay, so that was uh, Virginia's pick. So what actually did not happen to you over the weekend, Jaybird? The thing that did not happen this weekend is I did not throw out my back. All right. I got okay. one right, you got finally. got one right. Very nice. Yeah, you do look very spry today. Well, that's good news. Look, I'm in my prime today. But you did watch the Barbie movie? I watched most of it, for the most part. I, I, I was in and out of sleep, but I watched a lot of it. The ending, I got to go back and kind of re-watch <laughs> the last 10 minutes. Okay. The important part. What did you uh, think of it? I thought it was, it was all right. It was all right? Yeah, I mean, I, I get why people love it, but I also don't get why, if you say you don't love it, you're a woman hater? Is that what they're saying? Yes. Yeah, I, I, that is... That's not true either, because I've heard plenty of women who said, I didn't really like the Barbie movie. So it's not mm-hmm. a men hates Barbie or women. Just It was it was all right, Kev. Yeah, you, I don't think you would love it. You don't think I would? I don't think you would love it. I think, okay. you'd, I think you'd have the same opinion as I do. It's like, all right. Yeah, as I watched probably about 20, 25 minutes of it, I, I it thought it was all right. It starts slow. I will say that is the it gets better. After the first 20, 30 minutes, I thought it started slow. Yeah, I get why people love it, but I also, can we calm down with you're a bad person if you don't really love it either? God. <laughs> I mean, they do that on purpose, though, to get some more shine for the movie. I kind of like when they come for you. <laughs> so numb. Yeah. Doesn't even phase him anymore. Come on over. Yeah. Come for come me. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> Oh, sorry, you lost uh, money on the Dolphins game. Oh. And Virginia's right. It was through somebody who's a little shady. We know a guy. <laughs> but we know a few guys. <laughs> uh, so you had somebody in your neighborhood complain about how loud your Jeep is? Yeah, it's getting fixed on a Wednesday. Uh, typically, I like to go through Klepto, who he's my guy. Right. He comes to my house and he fixes it. And he's not able to fix it till Wednesday. Wednesday, but if you listen to my Jeep, it sounds like someone's strangling a T Rex. Oh, it is bad. Okay, so yeah, it's. I'm trying not to drive my Jeep. It's, it's trying to Uber everywhere. Oh, I love Ubering. I get so much done. I I'm so productive. About, uh, I'll, I'll be all over my social media if I'm in an Uber. And uh, you do have an update on changing your middle name to Pizza. Yes. Mm-hmm. The people who are working on it with me are MIA, and I am working with, with a new KVJ Nation or now. You had to get a new team? Their phone is a, not working. I went on their Facebook. They've moved. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay. Mm. But it does take a minute to do. But yeah. I, th- I think the new people I'm working with, they sound legit. I've looked into it a little bit. So your name is really going to be Jason Jason. Pizza Pennington? Yeah, I was hoping it was going to be done way earlier. It does take a minute to get your name changed. It's mm-hmm. not the easiest process. Are you dropping the Lee? It's going to be, no, it's going to be Jason Pizza Lee Pennington. Pizza Lee Pennington. Uh, we okay. discussed that. We want it to You're be. You're just adding it in there. Yeah. We, or do I just drop the Lee? I mean, the Lee kind of makes it too long. It does make it long. I know. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're becoming British royalty. Then you well, really didn't do that much. I know. We've talked about this before. There was one person in my family that was upset about me taking it out. But things can change. Okay. We think it should be Jason Pizza Painted. All right. Kevin told me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I'm letting my... Your mm-hmm. mother will continue to hate him in the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it uh, wasn't just the Barbie movie that uh, Jaybird watched over the weekend. There was another weekend that is trending on Netflix, and he says, whatever you do, don't watch this movie. He'll tell you what it is next. My KVJ Show. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Watch the Barbie movie. Thought it was okay. And then you also watched another movie that I know we had mentioned right before we went away for the Christmas break. I had seen that it was trending on Netflix, and I was curious if it was something to go watch. The cast is pretty good. And uh, they say, hey, it's uh, one of those top trending movies. There was a little bit of talk about it. It's a Julie Roberts movie, and it's called Leave the World Behind. And the one consensus that we got, some people said it was okay, but I was hearing a lot about how terrible the ending was was the thing that scared me away from it, so it did not make it uh, onto my watch list. Well, the beginning wasn't great either, and the <laughs> middle wasn't far from how awful the ending was. You hated okay. the whole thing. I can't tell you how much anger I had for really wasting my time on this movie. Really? That but bad, I, huh? I was too in it to say, all right, Bird, don't do what you do with the Barbie movie. Finish this one off. Okay. Make sure you watch it. I thought it was awful. Okay. Awful. And I would say do not watch it. What was so bad about it? What what made it terrible? What's can you give a general it, premise of the movie? You ever watch a movie that all of a sudden it just goes one certain way and it doesn't make any sense? You're going, why would they be doing this at this time mm-hmm. with all this going on? Yeah. Isn't this one of those movies where there's a hidden agenda? It's a, it's an end of the world kind of a movie. I thought okay. I thought the ending was awful. Okay. I thought the acting wasn't that great. Really? I thought Julia Roberts' acting wasn't that great. Really? There's a part where she's getting she's trying to scare these creatures off and she's yeah. going. Rah, rah. And it just, they keep cutting back to her, kind of like Nicolas Cage's bees. The bees, yeah. I think she has a bees moment in this movie. Oh, no. And I'm going to be shocked that the majority of people in our audience loved it. If, if, If they do, and I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. I watched it with four people, and they all hated it. They all thought it was terrible. Wow. Okay. It was a waste of time. So do not wait. I I, I didn't plan on it, but... That's just the bird's perspective. Look, I like a lot of crappy things, and then I hate on a lot of things that people like. So the problem could be me. All right. Is there anybody that feels exactly the opposite as Jaybird about Leave the World Behind on Netflix? And y'all, right? They had a great cast. It, It had potential. Mm hmm. Well, the cast draws you in. It, it did. It had a really good cast. I mean, Julia Roberts, I mean, she used to be box office money. If she did something, it was going to be huge. It made me miss Pretty Woman. But that was the 90s. Yeah, it ain't Pretty Woman. <laughs> yes. yeah. We're a long way from there. I did not think. I thought it ended 11. It was one of those movies, too, you thought it was over. Like, oh, more. Just kept going. Great. Yeah. More torture. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you plan on seeing it, don't. Well, can you tell me in what year all of this happened in the world of pop culture? Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, they were on the charts with Old Town Road. You had Avengers Endgame as the big movie and The Mandalorian dropped on Disney+. Plus. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Okay.
What year do you think that was, Bird? Oh, boy, it feels 2007. 2007. Okay. Am I close? What do you think, Virginia? What year are you going with? I'm going to go 2008. You're going 2008. I just copy whatever he says and I, I add you. one. Oh, okay. I'm totally cheating off of his paper teacher. I think we're both wrong. <laughs> You're both massively wrong. And what? I'll let you know how Damn wrong it, you Chamber. are coming up next. Yeah, ooh, it doesn't sound good. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Okay, so in what year did all of these things happen? Old Town Road. By Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, big on the charts. Avengers Endgame was huge in the theaters, and The Mandalorian dropped on Apple TV. I'm an idiot. Did I, what did I say? I think you said like 2007. Did I mean to say 2017? 2007? I know Mandalorian didn't come out then. Yeah, I, I, I was wondering your you're, answer. I thought that was odd. Your boy's losing his mind. And then Virginia was uh, <laughs> piggybacking off of your brain, and she went, well, I'm going to go 2008 then. Dude, we are so wrong. There's no way. It's... Can we revise our answer? Can nope. we re- revise? <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday. Uh-huh. We haven't worked a single Monday this year. Oh, Kevin, okay. I think my brain is breaking. I think I meant to say 2017, dog. Still and I wrong. copied off of you. Still I'm wrong. double dumb. Yeah. I'm still wrong. Yeah, what the dumb guy said, and I'm going to go one more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're off by a solid decade plus. Oh Whoa. Gosh. Yeah, 2019 is the year we were looking for. That makes sense. Old Town Road, it's new. It's very new. Yeah, I mean, you think about the career of Lil Nas X. He hasn't been around that long. He hasn't. Mm-mm. So it's uh, relatively recent. Mandalorian. Or what, three seasons in on that? I'm yeah. embarrassed for you. <laughs> three seasons and a couple seasons too far. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Gosh, that Star Wars franchise, man. Don't get me started because nobody wants to hear the middle-aged guy rant. You once loved it so much. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's KBJ. Crazy weather over the weekend. Do you see the tornado that touched down in Fort Lauderdale? I did. I saw the post you put up. Yeah, that was uh, my daughter's friend from her apartment balcony in downtown Lauderdale. Whoa. Yeah, it was uh, pretty insane. Crazy angle on that tornado. Yeah. Well, what really kind of made it into something was the fact that when it came down, it hit some power lines. And so you had sparks flying up. Whoa. Which made it uh, look even crazier. I mean, you want the sparks for the video. You do? No, that's really, I mean, that, that made it uh, pretty intense. I thought, I saw you put that on our TikTok talk. If that yeah. was um one of Caitlin's friends, that, I thought that thing was going to go viral because that's a cool video, man. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Honestly, it, it just goes to show you between TikTok and um, Instagram, I, I can't figure out the two because we put it up on Instagram. And it got 53,000 views on Instagram. And you put it up on TikTok, it gets 2,387. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're just like, what? what is, why is one one way and why is the other? If you're watching KBJ TV right now on YouTube, you can see the effect of it. But I mean, quite a light show, huh? I mean, that's a, that's a great video right yeah, there. Yeah, that is an amazing video. And it slows down? Yeah. You really analyze it? Oh, Yeah. No, it was, it was pretty intense. It was winds of 80 miles per hour. Ooh. 
and no one knew that was going to be going down. It just all of a sudden popped on up. Well, you know, no, there was warning. Yeah. yeah, they issued yeah. them for all of Palm Beach County, mm-hmm. even up by me in Martin County. They they saw the the system coming through, and they're like, "Y'all better brace yourself." We, we had warnings coming. Oh yeah. Huh? Must have missed it. <laughs> so what happens when you're in a whiskey bottle? <laughs> you miss all the weather warnings. Wasn't nervous at all. <laughs> Didn't even know there was a tornado. Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully there wasn't uh, any injuries. There were some damaged boats there on uh, Los Olos uh, Circle. Uh, There was also a home with some roof damage on Southeast 10th Street, but uh, other than that, uh, pretty okay. What day was this? Saturday. Saturday. About 6 p.m. Yeah, it it basically (laughs) hit just west of where Los Olos Boulevard crosses the Intercoastal Waterway. So nowhere near you, okay, yeah. but th- it was looking like it could have hit any anywhere along, you know, sure. South Florida. Yeah. They warned us all, unless we weren't listening. Yeah, it looks like we might have severe weather again tomorrow night. Ooh, Tuesday so. storms. That is what we call a pizza night. Okay. <laughs> she, she just wants an excuse to eat pizza. I hear you. It's brilliant. <laughs> Well, there's uh, something else. You must uh, be in Sweets Week or whatever it is for TV because they start putting up those commercials to scare the heck out of you. And uh, I saw the one that they're running right now on Channel 5, WPTV. It's uh, one about these black worms, which I think I've seen. They look like long slugs, long skinny slugs. Yes, someone from Rhode Island called me. They go, what's going on with this worm? It's going to kill you. It's You know what? So it must be something that uh, whoever their company is, probably it's a national story. And they're like, hey, here you go. Here's some. I mean, I did see they had a local reporter that was covering and going around homes looking for these things. Well, it's weird that you're talking about this local story, but someone in Rhode Island heard about it. So, yeah. So, yeah, I would imagine that would be the case. it's probably something that they feed them ideas from a national company. What's this word? This worm look like? Yeah, and how do you know if you have them? Well, you gotta look around for them. I think I've seen them, but I didn't think much about them. Like I said, they're long, black, skinny, look sluggish and slimy. They're called uh, hammerhead worms. Now, the good thing about them is they don't bite or sting, but they do pack toxins that could cause some issues for people and animals. They say they can secrete a potent, paralyzing tetradoxin. Oh, my gosh. I know. It sounds terrible, doesn't it? You better be careful because, like, your dogs and stuff, they will eat whatever. Yeah, I think- A dog could eat one of these so quick. And let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm outside walking and I my big toe nicks one, like, it hits it mm-hmm. on the, the stomach and I keep walking into yeah. the kitchen. Is that enough? Is it like fentanyl? I need a little bit Sudden of Sudden death, yeah. Death by Easter. Yeah. Death by Easter, though? Yeah. No. <laughs> they say for humans, uh, the worst you're looking at, and first of all, don't pick up like sluggish-looking worms. I mean, you shouldn't anyway. But if you do, you might get a skin irritation. Okay. Oh, that's it? But Rhode Island, relative was acting. Did you say death? No. Oh, these worms are in a kick. They can I look, kill I didn't see it like that. I mean, I looked at three different stories, and they said that the worst I felt was skin irritations. Hmm, imagine that a Rhode Island relative over <laughs> over <laughs> dramatizing it. it. <laughs> you know, if they need a job, uh, Channel Five might be hiring. They <laughs> 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 can help them out with the story. They say for domestic animals, they could experience discomfort or illness. Is what they're saying for them. All right, okay. so like this worm's kind of weird. 
Week? Sweep Weeks. Sweep Weeks. <laughs> they got us. Yeah. <laughs> they say if you do find a hammerhead worm, dig them up whole, put them in a sealable plastic storage bag with salt, and that will kill them. They are an invasive species, one of 8,000 that we have here in South Florida. Where's your fear level when it comes to worms? Low. I, low? Very low. Low if, until I heard about this. If you had to lay in a tank full of worms, you could do that and be pretty chill. Worms I'm okay with. It's some of the caterpillars. Oh, those sting you. With yeah. the furry looking stuff. Some of those you got to watch out for. Yeah, that would be like a scorpion type sting, I think, from some of them. So, yeah, I'd watch out for that. But that's that's the story on the hammerhead worms. All right, They're not well, ideal. Keep them away from your pets and don't pick them up and start petting them and don't lick them. <laughs> but so, it's kind of a wah, wah, wah. Uh, I don't see a lot of alarm here. That is a weak-ass worm. <laughs> so, yeah. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, we got some of the names, and I guess it's just going to be a process going through and trying to figure out exactly what each person's connection on this list of Jeffrey Epstein's that may or may not have had contact with him, how or why or where, but... Cameron Diaz was one of the names that was thrown out there. And I was like, wait, what? Cameron Diaz? What the hell does that mean? Well, it turns out when Jeffrey Epstein would be getting his uh, naughty massages, Mm -hmm. a lot of times he liked to drop names of celebrities and say that he was on the phone with them or say that he he knew them. He's got these young girls that he's trying to impress. And that is apparently how he did it several times with several different girls. He would say when he got off the phone, oh, that was Cameron Diaz or that was Leonardo DiCaprio or that was Bruce Willis. He would do this a lot. That was his thing. And one of the names that he dropped at one point was Cameron Diaz. And it sounds like that's all it was. Mm -hmm. Cameron, through her people, said, look, she's never met Jeffrey, nor was she ever in the same place at him as him at any time so right the one name that did finally come up which you were waiting for was harvey weinstein shocker yes right can't believe it that wasn't just a conversation that actually was a scribbled handwritten phone message that says yes i've got uh mr harvey weinstein on the phone for you mr epstein i mean could you have two (laughs) creepier Men on a phone call. If those two were working together on something, oh my gosh, the victims. Yeah, that kind of uh, puts an implication that they were connected in that way. Some of the big highlights that came, because they did unseal some documents on Friday with 130 additional court files. I'll give you the real quick little nuggets on that. They did talk about uh, former President Donald Trump would sometimes go to Epstein's Palm Beach home to have meals with him. They would just kind of hang out in the kitchen, not at the table, but they said that Trump never got a massage, never stayed at the place. The person who I think is going to get a good bit of heat is this Prince Andrew. 
because, man, they are getting a lot more about him. He apparently would spend weeks at Epstein's Palm Beach home and would get daily massages. Uh-oh. Not shocked at all. There is a report about him uh, in a party with a lot of people in one room with underage girls doing a lot of naughty things to each other at Epstein's private island. And apparently Epstein told this young underage girl to give the prince whatever he demanded. That came out. And right now, there are people that have jumped into this anti-monarchy group called Republic. They already hate the crown in England, and they have reported Prince Andrew to London's Metropolitan Police Department. And by law, they are required to investigate everything that they are claiming. So there will be a new investigation into Prince Andrew. So he, to me, is the most likely person that uh, might actually go down for this. Is he older or younger than Harry? Older. older. Oh, yeah, by okay. Much yeah, older. He's George's brother. Yeah. Gotcha. Right? You can yeah. tell I'm plugged into the Royals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's uh, his older, sleazier. Just, he's got a look about him like, all right. He was married to Fergie, Sarah Ferguson, and uh, there was reports that she also stayed at uh, the Palm Beach home maybe once. And it didn't sound like she was really too privy as to what else was going on there. Uh, Some of the other stuff was just a person named Tony Figueroa who would bring girls to Epstein's property and pay him $200 apiece and told them they would be a masseuse was uh, what they were told when they went there. So, And another victim said that uh, she heard Epstein threatening other girls saying, you're going to die or you're going to break your leg. So she was afraid to ever say anything. She thought that somebody would come after her violently. Good Lord. Those are some of the highlights that uh, came out from the last dump. I don't know if you guys saw it last night, but the Golden Globes happened. I have it recorded, and I can't wait to watch it. It just goes a little late for me on a Sunday night. It's not getting good reviews. Did it not do great? I was so excited because Joe Coy, our friend, is the MC, and Mm -hmm. we always cheer for him. And a lot of the movies, I was interested to see how they did. Mm -hmm. Here he was uh, joking a bit about uh, Oppenheimer, which was one of the big movies of the night. When the Golden Globes called me and asked me if I wanted to host, I jumped to the chance and I said yes. And then they asked me if I saw every movie and every TV show, and then I said yes. I lied. <laughs> I loved Oppenheimer. I just, I just got one complaint. Needed another hour. So I felt like it needed some more backstory. I love Oppenheimer. It's, especially the first season. Mm-hmm. There you I go. always say it's long. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Billie Eilish won for her song, her original song from the Barbie movie. What was I made for? Oh, the real slow. It's so slow. The one you shouldn't drive to. I'm not hating on it, but be careful if you're driving to it because you could not off. But if you need a good cry. Oh, you know, it's a good bathtub song. It is such a well-written song. Billie Eilish is haunting. Uh, Also, uh, Beef, the TV show, did well. Mm. Succession did well. And The Bear also did really well at the Golden Globes. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Uh, There was one viral moment last night that uh, Joe Coy had. Taylor Swift was going to apparently be at the Chiefs game until she found out that her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, wasn't going to be playing. And then she bowed out and said, I'm going to go to the Golden Globes instead. Yeah, that makes sense. Why would she go to the Chiefs game if he's not playing? Yeah, she apparently had a sweet reserve, but then uh, when he decided not to play, she backed out of that. Went to uh, Los Angeles instead, and Joe Coy had this little joke. And I think she was 
in on the joke or at least played it up, but people are going, oh my gosh, look at Taylor Swift because at the end of the joke, she stares at the camera with a glare, looks upset, and sips her wine. Welcome back. And as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to here. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Yes, and then she takes her drink of wine, <laughs> glares at the camera. But yeah, I, I don't know that she was actually upset. Seems like she's probably just playing along. All right, uh, we have got some celebrities to give a uh, birthday shout out to here today. Big ol' uh, happy birthday. Remember Zahara Jolie Pitt? Yes. She's the one from Ethiopia. Yes. She turns 19 years old today. Holy moly. Right, huh? Crazy. Yeah, she's thriving. She's like in college. She's doing great. Yeah. And uh, aside from her, it's uh, kind of a day of undesirable staff birthdays. Kim Jong-un, leader of North Korea, is 42, and R. Kelly's 57. (laughs) Who's more unfavorable of the two? (laughs) That is a great question. uh, Great day of birthdays. (laughs) Which party would you least like to be at? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Not a good way to celebrate. A couple other people that uh, are more needing of a celebration today. Got a uh, birthday shout out here. Uh, Shazim and Sarah Mohammed said, my husband and I celebrate our birthdays yesterday and today. Wishing him an amazing year, number 49, myself 46. Happy birthday. Also, happy birthday, wishing our daughter's boyfriend, Keen, very happy birthday. From Cy, her mom and dad. And there is a photo of them on KBJTV. Aw, cuties. Happy birthday from Chris, Jacob, and Madeline. We love you. That is to Samantha from Boca. There is a great photo on KVJ TV. Got a birthday, got a shout out, got a photo. You can uh, send it to us. Mail at kvjshow.com. M A I L at kvjshow.com. You know, the South Florida Fair is going to be opening up here on Friday. And they've got some new food items for you to check out. New? Yep, new food Uh items. I will let you know the enticing new food trucks you can check out at the South Florida Fair. And we'll even give away a four-pack of tickets here. I've got some celebrity voices. If you can get two out of three, you got a four-pack to go to the South Florida Fair starting on Friday. The KVJ Show. Well, the South Florida Fair is going to be kicking off on Friday, the 112th. South Florida Fair. Do you realize they've done that many? Dang. I've been around for a while, right? That is huge. Yeah. 112 South Florida Fairs after this year. We're going to the little kid. Yeah. Been around that long. Oh, yeah. I remember being like Even f- longer. five years old going to South Florida Fair. What was that first South Florida Fair like? What do they have? Just maybe you'd ride a horse and buggy? <laughs> was, I don't was that the thrill ride where they. Like maybe take a, a rope and tie it around a kid's waist and throw them off a building? Like, <laughs> what, is, what did you do for fun and I don't thrills? know if they had buildings. I, I, who knows? <laughs> it is different, though, from when I was a kid. I always talk about the wolf lady. They would have yeah. those kind of features there. Right. I wonder what was at the very first South Florida Fair. Oh, my god! What did they do for fun? What was that food like? 
<laughs> gruel. <laughs> what did they eat? <laughs> that is a great question. They certainly didn't have fried Oreos. Here you go, kid. Have a potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have that fudge section? I think not. Oh yeah. How fun was the very first South Florida Fair? <laughs> the food is definitely way better. I can guarantee yeah. you that. Yeah. I, I would assume so. And they're always changing it up. They're doing uh, new things. They've got uh, kind of a water theme this year. I believe they got a shark exhibit that you can go check out. So it's going to be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, some of the new food items. They've got uh, Big Tea's Concessions that has gourmet grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, now that is just my game. Oh, I figured it was. She likes a thick one. Oh, I can see me leaving the fair with three bags. Okay, yeah. And then I can see you accidentally leaving those bags in your Uber and then crying all afternoon. That, that is enough to make a grown man cry. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> leaving food in your Uber. Especially something so specific oh, like that. He paid top dollar because yeah. gourmet grilled cheese means they're going to charge top dollar. He pays top dollar and then leaves it in the Uber. You're not human. If you don't cry, there's something wrong wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. The Crumb Up is going to have gourmet cookies. Oh, we know them. They donate to Little Smiles. And then Sparky's Pork Rinds is going to have barbecue, Old Bay, dill pickle, and ranch flavored pork rinds. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Just some of the new ones for you to check out. Oh, you are making me hungry. Do you want to do breakfast today? I can't. I'm having a colonoscopy. But he's still going to ask you three more times. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How many times are you going to hit me up? You're right. And I, and I don't want to hear about your colonoscopy. <laughs> I haven't eaten anything since Saturday. I am starving. I bet. Oh, oh wow. I'm so hungry. Mm-hmm. The fair technically opens on Thursday. They do the ride-a-thon. For 25 bucks, you can get admission and unlimited rides, and there's even a $5 off coupon on the fair's website. Oh, that's a good deal. That goes from 5 to 10 p.m. on Thursday. So, yeah, you can kind of jump in there and get the... Uh in there a little bit early. Advanced tickets, if you get them before Thursday, are 10 bucks for ages 11 and older. 10 and under are free. If you go after that, it's going to be 15 bucks for single-day tickets. So uh, jump on it early. You can get them at southfordafair.com forward slash tickets or go to a Publix location. I want to get one of them cowboy hats, but let me tell you, Virginia, they <laughs> are a little pricey. If you want a good one... You get what you pay for. You get what you pay if for. If you want a quality hat, it is going to set you back. There was mm-hmm. this beautiful one. I go, oh, this is amazing. I'm looking in the mirror going, oh, I'm buying it. And then I look to see how much it was. $450. That's crazy. That's crazy. Just go to the costume shop. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got four packs of South Florida Fair tickets all week long right here on the KVJ Show. And we got Tiffany from Seward trying to win our first four pack of the week. Hello, Tiffany. Hey, how are you guys? Great. How are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Getting back in the school routine. Oh, that's right. Is this uh, day one for you, or you got a couple days in? Uh, no, my kids are day one. They were sick last week, so they didn't get to go back last week. Oh, nuts, huh? All right. Yeah, we were sick all Christmas break. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I talked to a lot of people that uh, had that. There's a... Uh, my hairdresser hair club, she had the same thing with her kids for Christmas. They got uh, ill. Like, that's terrible. And then poor suits. It, it even hit the Jewish population. Yeah, uh, it, Denny's, it too. No bounds. Denny's had it over break, too. Yeah, it wasn't just a Christmas flu. Yeah, it was, so. it was rough. Yeah. Okay, well, hopefully everybody's uh, on the men's and feeling better, and they'll be ready for the South Florida Fair on Friday. I've got some celebrity voices here for you. If you can get two out of three, got a four-pack of tickets for you and the kids, okay? Fantastic. Okay, here's voice number one. Who is this celebrity speaking? 
The Medicaid expansion was a good deal economically for the states, and because there was a theory that they wanted to pursue that would get... Mm. It's a name that's been in the news here over the last week or so. <laughs> uh, do you have any idea who that uh, might be, Tiffany? What's, what's that celebrity? No, it sounds so different on the phone than on the radio. I'm always yelling at my radio when you guys play this game, but I have no idea. Oh, um, okay. Can you play it one more time? Okay. Yes, I will. Here you go. Listen up. The Medicaid expansion was a good deal economically for the states, and because there was a theory that they wanted to pursue that would get... Okay. I'll let you know his uh, name had uh, come up because of those old Epstein little papers that have been out over the last week or so. It's one of those names. It's one that's... Weinstein? Oh. No, it's not Harvey Weinstein. That is uh, former President Bill Clinton. Oh, Bill Bill Clinton. Clinton. Okay. And nobody's shocked. He likes him young. Yeah. Yeah. That's the report. Okay. (laughs) All right, what, what about this? I'm going to give you another uh, topical one here. Jaber was talking earlier this morning. He gave a review of her new Netflix movie, which he said, don't watch. Which celebrity is this? Just very adorable and naive and so happy to be invited to the party. Okay. And there's rumor she's kind of, at least back in the day, she wasn't the nicest behind the scenes. Really? Then when she was playing Vivian and Pretty Woman, she wasn't very nice. According huh? to my sources, Kev, according to the dirt of the J, yes. <laughs> she Step off, J. Possibly maybe even a homewrecker, hmm. allegedly. Okay, Tiffany, do you know what celebrity's voice that is? Yes, that was Julia Roberts, and I agree. The movie was horrible. We couldn't even finish it. Thank you. Trust me, you do not want to finish the ending. It's that bad, huh? It's that bad. It was so bad, we we had to turn it off, like, maybe halfway through. Yikes. A lot of people are saying that. (laughs) That is, like, the... Like, synopsis of it. It's bad. Like, everybody's saying that. I feel like they didn't think it through. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was just all suspenseful music and horrible acting. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound good at all. Ethan Hawke, who's a good actor, (laughs) his acting was crazy. They try to trick you with the music, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I wonder what happened. That's crazy. All right, uh, and one more for the win here. Which celebrity is this? Uh, She was riding high, but she had kind of a controversial end to her regular weekday gig. I went to a, I went to a store on Melrose to to get something, and I go inside and I come back out. This is the day of the that I'm going to go to the. Hmm. Okay. Oh. What do you think? Okay, she had a controversial uh, end to her uh, weekday gig. A lot of people used to think she was one of the nicest celebrities in the world, and then uh, there were a couple things that happened that uh, <laughs> people thought that maybe she wasn't. I heard somebody on a podcast talking about how they thought she would be all nice, and he met her, and all she did was be mean to people and chain smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't even like dancing. I didn't know I she heard. smoked. <laughs> they said she angrily chain smoked. Wow. According to this person on a podcast. Yeah. Okay. I believe everything I hear on podcasts. Yeah. Well, her and her wife just uh, put out a little video about uh, how to remain happy in the new year. Uh, do you have any idea which comedian we are talking about here, Tiffany? Is that Ellen DeGeneres? I'm going to give you Ellen DeGeneres. Yay! Very nice. That was Ellen Yay! DeGeneres for the win. You and the kids are going to the South Florida Fair. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, you are very welcome. It's a nice way to uh, get back into things, right? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay, no problem. More tickets this week. All right. I told you that uh, her and Portia came up with a new video. This is uh, how they recommend cheering yourself up. Mm-hmm. You know what? When I'm down, I actually, I work out. I feel better when mm. I work out, I find, even if I don't want to. Just move your body. You I can't. ride a horse. She rides a horse. But if you don't have a horse, just yeah. get something and ride it. You know what I mean? Okay. That'll Good make, advice. Yeah, that'll make you feel better. Just ride anything. Anything that you see that you can climb onto, ride it. I should talking about that daddle you have, Bird. Uh, look, you tell me. I got two daddles ready to go, my friend. Since you didn't actually throw out your back this weekend, let's do it this week. <laughs> You're right. Both of you can throw out your backs. Yeah, let's get in that. The KVJ Show. Supercar Week kicked off on Saturday on the West Palm Beach waterfront. If you love cars, this is a good time of year. That's not the only car show that they do, too. I know that... Uh, they have the Barrett-Jackson, which I saw they're doing their thing in Kissimmee right now, but they'll be heading the Barrett-Jackson down here before too long. You've got uh, that Ferrari show they do at the Breakers. You know, Lauderdale's got a couple supercar shows, so it's uh, for people that have crazy amounts of money and nothing to do with it. They spend it on fancy cars, Virginia. I love those cars. They're so cool. We know nothing about fancy cars and can't afford them. So instead of doing supercars, we did the best cars from movies and TV for our draft on Friday. And I went with the DeLorean Time Machine from Back to the Future with the overall number one pick. I mean, what other car does that? Yeah, there's no there's not a car on the market that is a time machine, Virginia. It is the best. It was my favorite pick on my list too. But that's why you got the high card. I don't know how they found me, but somehow they found me. Who? Olympians. Yeah. <laughs> I went with the family truckster from vacation. So kind of a little bit odd. Doesn't do anything good, but it's just a nostalgic, fun little vehicle. Then I went with the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard, a matchbox car I had when I was a little kid. Loved that TV show. Suits went with the Rambler from Batman. That was in The Dark Knight. Then he went with the Aston Martin DB5 from James Bond's Goldfinger. And then he went with Herbie the Love Bug. You know, thinking, looking back, Suits, Suits list pretty weak. <laughs> He's out sick today, so let's continue to talk trash about him. Yeah, I man, if you're not here, you, you get trash talked about. <laughs> Danny's went with the Mystery Machine from Scooby-Doo, Bumblebee from Transformers, and the Mutt Cuts van from Dumb and Dumber. Then Virginia went with Kit from Knight Rider, the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit, and the 1966 Thunderbird from Thelma and Louise. <laughs> Sweet ride. AKA last place. <laughs> Whatever. Jaybird went with the GMC van from the A Team, the Ecto One from Ghostbusters, and the Jeep Wrangler from Jurassic Park. Okay, now we're talking. People yeah. were sliding in our DMs over the weekend said you should have picked the van from Cheech and Chong. Well, you know, yeah. did you did you write back? Don't tell Jaber how to live his life. <laughs> no, I said you're right. He blew it. <laughs> okay, overall, last place goes to Jaybird. Yes. <laughs> last place. Get out of here. That All is, that talking. That is yep. some crud right there. Bringing up the rear. Not, not buying it. I don't know what happened. Sorry, Pedialyte. Every time I talk a gang of crap, I always get last place. <laughs> Next to last goes to Suits. Yes! I'm top three. Virginia's top three, but it ends there. You're number three. Okay. All right. Well, beat the bird. Okay. 
pretty big, uh, pretty big gap then between myself and Denny's battling for the top spot. And the overall winner of the KBJ draft from Friday is it's Kevin. Denny's. Denny's? Yep, the Mystery wow. Machine, Bumblebee, and Mutt's Cuts van from Dumb and Dumber won it. I'm shocked you didn't win with the DeLorean. Congrats, Denny's. I, I think I killed myself with the uh, General Lee. Too old, <laughs> and people can't go with that, can't roll that rebel flag. Oh, yeah. Hashtag yeah. racist Kev. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Brought me down. Don't get us canceled, please. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Picked the wrong car there, unfortunately. All right, uh, make sure you go and uh, follow us on Facebook. You can easily subscribe. We're on Instagram as well. Do the same thing. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes. thought this was a rather interesting. You know, as we get into the new year, some people always try to lay out their predictions. People always go back to that old Nostradamus thing, and they try to take one of his little uh, quatrains, as they call them, and make it apply to something that's going on today. They've already done that, I've seen, in the new year. They've got a couple that they're but, like, see, he, he picked it right. But was he that good? No, I don't think so. If you go back and see, a lot of people kind of bend and twist them to make them work. But I thought this was kind of interesting. They took some predictions that were made 100 years ago. We're in 2024. These were from 1924. The KVJ Show. It's kind of interesting how they'll take predictions from a very long time ago and then try to make them bend and fit into what is happening today. Be like, oh my gosh, look how accurate they were. But then there's other predictions that are just so far-fetched and off. And there's a little bit of a mix of both here in this article from USA Today of predictions that were made 100 years ago, about 2024. And then there's sometimes people can predict something. You go, all right, that's not really that big of a deal because anybody could have predicted that, too. How impressed are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm anxious to see if there's anything good on this list. There was a British politician 100 years ago in 1924 that predicted that life expectancy would be at least 100 years old and that the age of 75 would still feel fairly young. Where most people were kicked by then, they were usually dead by 75. He said, oh no, in 100 years, 75 will actually be young. And look at the Golden Bachelor. That dude is knocking on the door at 75. He seems like he's young and vibrant and full of life, Virginia. I know. I watched the wedding. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I will say 75 in modern day is way different than 75 when I was a little kid. And that's what some of the female uh, contestants on The Golden Bachelor said. Like, you had some that were just like normal 75, and they were looking at the other ladies in the room who obviously have had work done, mm-hmm. probably are on a hormone replacement, probably are in the gym all day, every day. Like, the normal girls on The Golden Bachelor were like, I can't compete with that. But I, I yeah. remember being little, looking around at church, and, and these are people that were like 75 years old, and yeah. they looked old. They looked like, like a 90-year-old do, does today. Yeah, I've seen that. There's um, even a couple of Hollywood actors. Wilford Brimley, when he made Cocoon, if you remember that movie from way back in the day, was younger then than we are now. Dude, that's insane. He looked like <laughs> he was like, going on his 85th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Wilford's always been old. Yes, and he, he always needs yeah. to talk to you about diabetes. But he was, but he wasn't that old. Though. Red Fox, when he did Sanford and Son, was younger than we are now. What? Yeah. <laughs> Young Red Fox was younger than we are now. Yes, he was in his. He was. Yeah, that was that, was that was that was kind of what it was. He looked a lot older than what he was on Sanford and Son. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're, those were two that I remember that I was like, wow, it really stuck out to me. 
as some people that you talk about how people how much better people look today even than 20 30 40 years ago i mean it's really changed so who knows i, I think they're not far off on that 75 there are some young 75 year olds out there another thing was a book that came out in 1924 called wireless possibilities that basically predicted the internet the person who wrote the book said that, yeah, you know what? You're going to be doing most things remotely. You'll even be working from home. Wow. Yeah, they said, so get out of the city. You can do all your business from the comfort of your own home. I mean, that's a pretty good prediction. That's a pretty good prediction from 1924. They said that cities would totally be rebuilt around cars. Now, keep in mind, you were just getting the automobile. In fact, some people would still have a horse and buggy kind of thing, contraption they'd have on the roads 100 years ago. So you just got this. And they said, oh, no. In 1924, a Swedish architect said, yeah, in 100 years from now, I can see there being three deck roads you would have all kinds of lanes flying up in the air and going all over the place he per- perfectly described 595 yeah. and the golden glades interchange that's a three deck road yes and to think what will traveling be like a, a hundred years from now oh i know it's crazy well one prediction that didn't come true they said everybody would be flying to work there was a real estate mogul in New York that said, I mean, you look at the airplane, it's still in its infancy, but 100 years from now, everybody's going to have one. They'll just fly to and from work. That didn't come true, but in another 100 years, who knows? They always talk about them flying cars. That's what that's what he's talking about, little, little pods. Well, why can't they just take like drone technology and make us all like little backpacks that do that? Like we're sitting on a drone. I think you're able to do it. It's just, I think, probably making, figuring out how everyone doesn't crash into each other. Right. And making the roads up in the sky. I mean, right now, don't we have problems already with air traffic control? Isn't that a big story? Yeah. About how they're overworked and overstressed. Can you imagine if everybody was flying? <laughs> but those concepts, you say that to people back then, like, you're crazy. Yeah. Look and Shane. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's nuts. Hatch and Shane. And then two conflicting predictions made 100 years ago about the year 2024 the movie mogul dw griffith predicted that moving pictures would help end all wars because it would be a universal language that could help us all understand each other now in a way there was something to that because you look at a movie now and typically they're shown all over the world unless you got to adapt the barbie movie for china but other than that it's pretty much the same movie that we all can relate to so there is some common ground that we all have when it comes to movies but hasn't ended war it has not ended (laughs) war in fact the president of the american chemical society thought that futuristic weapons would mean major cities would constantly be under attack and there would be constant war everywhere which unfortunately seems maybe a little bit more realistic. Well, there's constant cyber war. There's constant right. people trying to hurt each other with, who knows, biochemical war. Yeah, all kinds of craziness. So, yeah, a few right, a few uh, not so right. It's pretty good, though, from, from the 20s, 1920s. Let me yep. ask you this. In 100 years, space travel, going back in time. Time travel, I mean, is that something that can be possible? Space travel or time travel? Time travel. Time travel, going back in time or going into the future, will that ever be no, a possibility? No, we're not 100 years. That's, that's too far away. It's not 100 years, time travel. Okay. Space travel, yes. In fact, they just launched a rocket last night that is uh, sending a rover to the moon. And it's about exploration because they eventually want to start taking tourists there. Yeah, space travel, I misspoke. Yeah. I'm talking time travel. Yeah. 88 miles per hour. That's more than 100 years. It's more than 100 years, unless there was something to that story that uh, happened in Miami. 
I don't know if you have followed on all of the now rumors that are going around about what actually went down at uh, Bayfront Marketplace in Miami. They're saying it's a cover-up, Jaybird. A major cover-up, Jaybird. I don't know if you've heard the reports, but this is definitely something you would be interested in. I don't know if there's any eyewitnesses from there, because they're trying to tell you it was just a bunch of hooligan kids, but apparently not. And I will give you the evidence against it coming up. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia. Take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Did you see uh, Michael Bolton shared on Facebook that he had to have emergency surgery to remove a brain tumor? Oh, my gosh. He shared the news on Friday and said that he needed immediate surgery and that he had it and is now at home recovering with his family. How scary is that? Mm. And how do you know if you have a brain tumor? Does it just start sticking out of your head? No, I think a lot of times people get headaches. Oh, my god! They go in and get an MRI and then they find something. Or they may have just gone in for something else and they may have detected it. Now, every time I have a headache, I'm going to be like, great, it's a brain tumor. Yeah. You drink a lot, so that's going to be tough to decipher if it's a headache right. or a hangover. You got balls. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> thinking the same thing. I'm going, oh, no, is it aneurysm or is it alcoholism? <laughs> it's one of the isms. What is We don't know which ism it is. <laughs> it's one, either way, it's not good, Virginia. <laughs> Well, police are investigating that crazy biker brawl that involved Ian Ziering on the streets of Los Angeles. Okay. I've watched multiple videos from multiple angles. The one video I don't have is the angle from the front of the car. I want to see if that... So the bikers surround his car, and you can tell like he was probably in his car getting like, ugh, squirrely. And some bikers go in front of his car, and I guess... He is saying when that biker went in front of his car, that's when the biker hit his car, and then that's when he got out. But you can clearly see in the video that he started the physical altercation. Look, I'm not going to lie. That's the most entertaining that man thing that he's ever done on camera. Yeah. I'm not even kidding you. I couldn't. When you told me that story, I hadn't seen the video that video is amazing. Well, he gets out of the car so aggressive, so hot-headed, and then starts to fight the group and then realizes, oh, crap, I'm fighting a group, and then takes off on foot, leaving his daughter in the Mercedes by herself. Whoever filmed that video, they really nailed it. It was good. They got into the melee. Yeah. They followed him across the street. <laughs> it was like they had a professional crew. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess cops are now looking, and the main focus, they say, is the felony vandalism. Because at one point, one of the bikers took his helmet and started smashing Ian's front windshield, which got smashed by the helmet. They're going after the guy for that. They want to pursue that, but they're not mad at Ian Ziering for throwing the first punch, which I think they should be. Okay. You're uh, very anti-Ian Ziering in this story. I think if you get out of your car Mm -hmm. and you start a fight, Mm -hmm. if somebody runs into your car, you got to like know that you're being surrounded by a bike gang and you can't fight a bike gang. You're an idiot if you get out of your car and start a fight with a bike gang. Especially when you got your child in the car. Your child's in the car. What are you doing? First of all, that wasn't a bike gang. That looked like a bunch of people just on motorcycles. That was not a gang. Yeah, they didn't look that intimidating physically. (laughs) Well, that's what he thought until he got his ass whooped.
Because the whole group of them ganged up on him, and he found out real quick. They had helmets. I think he's just like Ian's hearing, which I can't. I just think he's dumb. And I think that they should be pursuing him just like they're pursuing the bike gang because he started the fight. He threw the first punch. He was on a reality show, and I forget which one it was. And me and Virginia didn't like him on the show. I think a little bit of that baggage is into the story as well. We don't give him a pass because he's in Hollywood and he's a Mm -hmm. celebrity. Like, if you throw the first punch and there's a video of it, I think you should be in trouble too. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. And finally here, man, Kelly Clarkson is doing something bold, and I think she is doing it right. She said as long as her kids live under her roof, Uh they are never going to be allowed to go on social media. They can't have a Facebook. They can't have an Instagram. Nothing. Okay. And I don't think it's a bad idea. I, you know, my feelings about social media, I think it's the devil. Yeah. It's so it's so bad for kids. It's so bad. You've got this fragile child ego that's learning and going through development stages and all they're going to be doing is looking at other kids on social media and comparing their own lives and it's just I don't know, it's I mean, not healthy. If I had a kid, I wouldn't act like I didn't exist or anything, but I would try to guard it, and at least see what the heck's going on. I know that's hard to do. Yeah, it, it is. You know, that's what we try to do with Canna. I try to see what he does, and for the most part, and his sister looks over him as well. She knows the social media game, but he mainly does sports stuff with his. I know he talks to friends on Snapchat. I just know some people, and I'm talking about adults, where I've seen social media change adults. Time, so I yeah. can only imagine what it's doing to a developing child. Yeah, no doubt. Strong argument. And that's what's going on in your dirt. I had to throw out a quick tribute to Lacey Underall. Jaber might know who I'm talking about. I do. Madonna with meatballs. Madonna with meatballs from the 1980 comedy Caddyshack. So what do you do? I enjoy skinny skiing, going to bullfights on acid. I bet you got a lot of nice ties. What do you mean? You want to tie me up with some of your ties? Madonna with meatballs, Lacey Underall, her real name, Cindy Morgan. She unfortunately was found dead in her Lake Worth Beach home Aww. at the age of 72. She was here locally. Yeah, no she was. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, rest in peace. We love that movie, Virginia. I yeah. know you do. Yeah. So <laughs> That movie was on not too long ago, and I was still belly laughing. It's still a solid movie. I think it, 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 yeah, it suits watch that one. Yeah, I don't think he liked it. Okay. And a goofy gopher yeah. in it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> too much for him. He couldn't handle the gopher. It's too goofy yeah. for suits. I get it. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't do it. It's time for viral audio. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Fox. We got weights and fit. There we go. Well, the Miami Dolphins, and really. Not necessarily a must-win to get in the playoffs, but really to make sure that you patted your hand and made it easier in the playoffs. They were playing the Buffalo Bills last night after losing to them previously in the season. And they were up at half, 14-7. Then the Bills run a kickback. Then they score another touchdown. And next thing you know... Things are not looking good. It's 21 to 14, and Tua tries to take the Dolphins down with two minutes left on the clock. And that's a wrap on the division for the Buffalo Bills for the fourth straight 
season. Yikes. So the uh, Dolphins still in the playoffs, but uh, now they are going to have to go to Kansas City on Saturday. Instead of playing in 76-degree weather, they're going to be playing in two-degree weather in Kansas City. I was pumped because I put it on right when Christian Wilkins made a very clutch and huge and not easy play, by the way. It was unreal, and you know how he always is dogging Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback. He jaws back and forth with him. He went in and tackled Josh Allen and took the ball right away from him for a fumble recovery. Right there between Christian Wilkins, their best interior pass rusher, Going against the rookie, Osiris Torrance, wow. the isolation is what's creating the havoc now for Josh Allen. What a play. What a play. What a play. It really, it really was. It was, it was you amazing. just you watched what Christian Wilkins did, and you're like, how'd he do that? What He's a, a play. beast. He's so smart. He watches. He knows. Yeah. He is an expert at his job. But mm-hmm. it sounded like he had, I only watched the back half. It sounded like he had a legit good game the whole time. Yeah. He, he did. did. He did a little he had a great segment game. on him. And yep. Panda told me as soon as the game was over, Christian was the first person to run over to Josh Allen and say good game He's and talk to him face to face. Yeah. Very solid sport. So uh, sad to see that. But, hey, you know, Dolphins still going. Fins up, baby. We'll just have to do it the hard way. It's okay. It's all good. They're okay. still in. What's the temperature supposed to be like? Uh, it's a uh, low of one. <laughs> I think you said it was a high of 12. Yeah. That's Ooh. that's that's the midday temperature. They play at 8 p.m., so the temperature will be dropping to about 2, 3 Four, maybe. And I mean, what day does that game happen? Saturday. Saturday, okay. Mm-hmm. Saturday wanna, do you want to put icy hot on your body or something? <laughs> I think they do have some things to try to uh, stay warm, but yeah, the, the thing I really feel uh, bad for the Dolphins about is that frozen turf. It, oh. I've just heard how much it hurts. It's like semen. Yeah, I've heard that is not fun to get tackled on that stuff. Yeah, so. Kevin, it's like semen. Semen. <laughs> That's right. What do you call it? Cement? Cement? Uh, you're boring. <laughs> the proper way? You're stupid. <laughs> and you suck. It's cement. All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes. Uh, when we first got back, it was on Wednesday. We talked about the chaos that had happened into the new year at uh, Bayfront Marketplace there, downtown Miami. Large and, police response. Yeah, they're talking about, I don't know, kids with sticks and fireworks causing all kinds of uh, problem. But apparently there might be something more sinister. It's turned into a massive conspiracy theory about what really went down that night. And it involves the supernatural. Jaybird, this is Ooh. your kind of story. Do we have any eyewitnesses from Bayfront Park that can chime in on this? Miami police would have you believe it was just a group of 50 teens that sparked a riot on New Year's Day at the Bayside Marketplace Mall in Miami. They said they were running through the corridors, shooting off fireworks, damaging stores, starting fights. They even said something about the kids having sticks. Some people even said there were reports of an active shooter, so maybe that's why there was so much chaos, but a lot of people thought maybe that was just the fireworks they were letting off. But that's why some people are like, I can't believe how much response was there. I think because they thought there might have been shooting going on. As soon as you say active shooter, everybody responds. Mm -hmm. Well, it was absolutely insane. That was the one thing because, you know, you have all those condos and everything downtown right in that area. And so people from their balconies was looking at the police response. And there was about 60 plus police cars that were there. 
And when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, I mean, it's what just they, going they think it could be something. I mean, you're talking about New Year's Eve and a New Year's Day, and you, you assume the worst because, unfortunately, of some of the stories that have been out there that have happened with active shooters and there, such. There's kids, and they have sticks. Sticks. But now, <laughs> apparently, there is a new kind of urban legend that is coming out of what really happened that night that includes unconfirmed reports saying there were eight to ten foot tall beings what walking the mall it's kind of crazy here's one eyewitness <laughs> there's a big crowd of people running out of bayside and kind of um grouping up outside and then we hear more commotion and now they're all just running through the streets running between cars almost getting hit by cars it was like absolute chaos one person went on and now admits that they were trolling but they may have started it all off saying that they saw a large creature that was going through but now people have gone and they said oh no it wasn't just one person this really did happen and there's other odd things that happened that night that makes people believe that maybe there is some truth to these eight to ten foot tall beings walking around bayside they said not only the police response but also there were black helicopters that were flying above and apparently at the same time all air traffic at miami international airport was halted at about the same time for no given reason what like why would they do that that's where they landed the spaceship well there's even video of what looks to be these creatures now it's not very good video and everyone wants to know how come anytime there's an alien or a bigfoot sighting we go back to like 1999 and that's the only kind of video yeah we can get that's that the best you quality. can get we just talked about ian Ziering getting his ass whooped in traffic is crystal clear and beautiful <laughs> yeah, amazing there's so <laughs> many angles of that eight to ten foot tall creatures walking around bayside we got nothing on that now there's a theory behind that and okay why is it because some people, now it's not what I believe, but it is the theory that aliens know or somehow radiate some kind of beam that will make your scramble yeah, it. Scramble okay. your uh, All right, so they can't get clear footage. Uh-huh. Make it look blurry. But that's an easy out. That's a cop out. Now, there's other parts to this conspiracy theory. Another one was that the police reportedly cut all public access to their scanners. They said, why would they do that? This, If this was just a bunch of hooligans running around Bayside, why would they care to have that on the scanners? And they also said, according to reports on social media, that power to Bayside had been cut as well as about 60,000 homes in the vicinity. Several blocks were without power. You have no air traffic. You have black helicopters. You have the police response. Does it all mean that there were eight to ten foot tall beings walking around Bayside? Look, this would not be the first time Miami's had its alien UFO type moment. Back in the, I believe, Mm -hmm. early 80s at a school, there was a big old UFO sighting. Okay. So maybe they like Miami, Virginia. Maybe there's something about it. There was a viral video that has really been passed around a lot with a girl recapping everything that happened and letting you know why this is a very suspicious story. Something much larger, much bigger, far more giant and sinister happened there that night in Miami at that mall. And just like the witnesses all stated, it wasn't kids with sticks. That looks way more like the response to a threat of eight to 10 feet tall creatures, whether aliens or zombies or Nephilim. And mall goers having to respond by pew-pewing to defend and to protect themselves. Oh, Mm -hmm. she is so A-H- Alien hopeful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely Is she single? We just found your wife. <laughs> I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. 
Now, the popular term being thrown around, if you don't know, some people are saying that they believe this is Nephilim, which is a mysterious being that is found in the Hebrew Bible. They're described as large and strong creatures, and they're often associated with the end times. Keep in mind, too, Virginia, everyone always thinks it's green, little, or, or small Martians or aliens. You know, the, the theory is there's many species out there. Ten-foot aliens, the greys, the, the, all kinds of stuff. Sorry, I nodded off. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm back in it, baby. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. My fear is that we will get visited by aliens, and people will be so numb to it. Oh, that's cool. I'm back on TikTok. Yeah. No one's going to care. Uh, Sid said, yeah, the uh, girl you just played, she's a huge Bible girl and compares everything to Revelations. She thinks that the end of the world is happening with anything that goes on, so this is her latest. So, so she's hopeful. Yeah, so if you do hear people, because people couldn't believe we didn't talk about it, I had heard the... Uh, reports i'm like that's absolutely cray there is no way that we had eight to ten foot tall creatures walking around bayfront but you know it's out there that ufo story i'm talking about from the 80s in miami i won't tell you about it virginia i'll just send you a link all right i'll be sure to put that right in the trash in my email (laughs) (laughs) or read it when i'm trying to go to bed yeah (laughs) it's such a good story insomnia killer i just wish you'd respect aliens more Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. If somebody's done you wrong, it's time for you to sing along. And call them out, call them out, call them out. You gotta call them out, call them out, call them out. It's time to call them out. Okay, who are we calling out today? And for what? I saw they in a local Boca paper, they actually do this all the time now because there's so many people in Boca to call out. It's kind of amusing to see. So they just shame everybody. And it's mainly about the rude Boca behavior that happens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They could uh, fill a book, not a newspaper. Oh, it's just in, in every week they have several. I, I saw yesterday it was somebody that was taking up two spots. They parked on the line <laughs> in between two spots because they had a really nice car. And, of course, they don't want anybody to ding it on either side. Wow. Yeah. Just park at the back of the lot. Don't take up two primo spots. Then they would have to walk, Virginia. (laughs) They're not going to walk. I'm rich. Rich people don't walk a far amount of length. Somebody else uh, posted this up, too. They said, uh, yeah, the woman in the burgundy Mercedes who parked her car on the sidewalk (laughs) so she could get her takeout food at Tin Muffin on East Palmetto Park Road in Boca Raton. You're called out. On the she, sidewalk? Yeah, she couldn't get the spot, apparently, because everybody had parked over the white lines in Boca. <laughs> so she just parked her car on the sidewalk to go get it. I mean, what a hooker. Boca is, honestly, it is something. <laughs> Boca is something, man. It is the call-out capital of America. There's always something you're going to find. You just go through a parking always. lot in Boca, and you'll be like, we need to call them out, call them Entitled out, Entitled attitude. Yep. Just go to a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, parking lots in Boca, man. Uh, some of the other uh, call mouse people were texting in here. Somebody said they want to call out their neighbor. The guy who lives next door to us fired his gun off several times into the air after the Dolphins' loss. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what an idiot. Dude. Yeah. Those bullets come down somewhere. You yeah. know that, right? Like, what if they hit somebody walking their dog? I mean, if you did that in a neighborhood, yeah. what, they're gonna, there's a chance they could land on somebody. On something? Yeah. Yeah, that's you're not supposed to be doing that. Insane. Yeah, and uh, were they firing it off in joy because they're a Bills fan, or in frustration because they're a Dolphins fan? 
Great guess, question. Guess we'll never know. Yeah, they said it scared the hell out of me and my dogs. Another person texts in. They said, yeah, I need to call out my ex-boyfriend. He DM'd my little sister looking for a booty call on Saturday night. Ugh. I also want to call out my little sister for inviting him over after he DM'd her. She ended up sleeping with him. And I can't what? tell you how hurt I am by all this. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's got to be the worst. If your sister or one of your, your best friends does you dirty like that. That would hurt. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you go through the next holiday? <laughs> I mean, if your sister ended up sleeping with Panda, they, they got drunk one night, the, the saints were on, they both just got hammered and it happened. Is there any way you could forgive them? It would be rough. I mean. Yeah. It would be rough, but I think I'd be more mad at Panda. Really? Yeah. Because he's supposed to be worried about our vows. We took a vow. Okay. Took a vow, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think you should always be more mad at the person that took the vow with you. Uh, another person who's got a football column out. This person said, I want to call out the Philadelphia Eagles for giving its fans hope with the 10-1 and start and then just forgetting how to play football. Yeah, they've really fallen apart. What happened? I don't know. They It was crazy. They were like the best team in the NFL, and just they started – they're losing to bad teams too in that. I don't know mm. what happened. Yeah, it's crazy. They really did build up their hope. So, yeah, if you uh, at all feel a little bit uh, upset about the Dolphins' loss last night, you know, they're not uh, going as bad as the Eagles are right now. Somebody else said, I want to call out my cousin who wore an ivory dress to my wedding this past weekend. What a bimbo. Yes. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, it says, yes, we have previous beef, but this is unacceptable. <laughs> wow. wow. I'm surprised all the uh, guests didn't turn on her. They let her stay in a white dress. Ivory is white, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh that, that's somebody that's trying to mess with you. Yeah, they are. And they need to be removed from the premises. You can't have that bad energy. As you're walking down the aisle, she's still in the room. Right. Not at my wedding. Is that is that a okay thing to do? If you're having a wedding and someone does wear white, are you a jerk for saying you got to get out? Or do you look petty for doing that? You don't do it yourself. You make somebody do it for you. A brother, an uncle, a male cousin that has a strong physical presence. It's really that big of a deal. You don't let that go. This is a girl that she already has beef with. Yeah, it's that big of a deal. But let's say you don't have beef. If you see a a woman walk in and she's got a white dress on, do you let it go? Or you... If if we don't have beef and she's just dumb, I do let it go. Because I don't think she had any kind of motivation that she was trying to come in and and outshine the bride, which is what it is. If you're wearing a white dress, you're saying, I'm trying to outshine the bride. You always mm-hmm. hear that, but are, are, would most women really be that mad over that? It depends. I always hear that they're going to be some mad Some will, it. some won't. And I think you have to look at what was that hooker's motivation when she put on that white dress? Is she just dumb or was mm. she really trying to hurt the bride? Sounds like this is more of somebody purposely was trying to hurt them. Yeah. That girl needs to be out. tossed mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I wouldn't have let her stick around. That's why she's being put on blast right now.
Another call out uh, happened from your next door. There's a lot of call outs in there because people are always griping about something in the neighborhood. This person said, I want to call it the lady who is videotaping the front of my house. What the heck could she be doing? Walking around the house, videoing, and then walking down the street. And I'm hearing this is happening to other people, too. So it's different. When it comes to you know businesses and all that, but you're not allowed to be filming people's houses. It probably is what happened to my next door neighbor. He saw somebody out front of his house with a camera, and he was like, "What are you doing?" The guy's like, "You're supposed to have your tree cut away from your roof," and he's like, "I'm taking this to the HOA." What? And yeah, he, he he's from New York, and he gave him a piece of his mind, which he should have. So if you're on a public <laughs> sidewalk and you're filming a business, it doesn't even matter if it's a bank. You're allowed to legally do that. That's your right. But what if you're on a public sidewalk? walk and you're facing someone's house Mm -hmm. is that still in the realm of being legal or are they going to say you can't do it to a private house it's different i think you'd be able to take photos of a house yeah I've never heard of law enforcement ever getting somebody who took a photo of a house. But I'm saying, let's say I I sat up by someone's house on a public sidewalk and just stayed there for seven minutes just videotaping. Am I within the rights to do that? I think you are. There have been paparazzi issues like that with celebrities where that's exactly what they did. You can't come on the property, but if you stay on the sidewalk or the street, you can do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that probably is what was going on in next door. It's probably a nosy neighbor that was trying to get documentation and take it to the HOA Ugh, and turn them in. That's so annoying. It really is. Like, I mean, come on. God, you are so miserable. You are a loser. You have no purpose. You're an idiot. Nobody likes you. We all talk about you. Mm-hmm. They, like, they don't really? care, though. Like, any, anything you just said, they don't sweat they don't care. You're walking around somebody's house videoing it so you can turn them into the HOA? That's worse than my douchebag neighbor that turned me into the HOA. But I do feel like you couldn't you get somebody for menacing even if they're on a public road? They're, you could say, well, I've got kids living here. I don't want anyone looking through the window. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think if they're on the road, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, somebody said this happened to my neighbor. Uh, there was this person pounding on their front door. They were taking pictures of the front and sides of the fence. And we don't really know why because we don't even live in an HOA. What? Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's something about your house that they like and they want to take it to a contractor to have them do the same thing. That would be the flattering part. But typically, unfortunately, people aren't that cool. It's usually something they want to try to get you in trouble for. Just don't answer the door. If they start beating on your door, they don't know you. And whatever is on the other side of that door could be bad. Mm-hmm. If they knew you, they would text you. Yeah. I guess, I mean, the, the laws really do protect creepy a lot. They do. I mean, <laughs> stalkers have so many yeah. rights. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. Yep. It ain't cool. <laughs> It's KBJ. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! How crazy was that Alaska Airlines flight story from Friday? Where the big piece of the side of the plane broke off, and they've got this refrigerator-sized hole in the side of it. Absolutely insane. Here was one of the passengers recounting the drama. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane, and a whooshy noise, and all the air masks dropped. And they said there was a kid in that row, 
where his shirt was sucked off him and out of the plane. And his mother was holding on to him to make sure he didn't go with it. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. It sucked a kid's shirt off his body. If you never what fly again, hell? I understand why. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That one might stick with you. Horrifying. That's unbelievable. Thankfully, all six crew members and 171 passengers aboard were fine. And they found that plane panel in a teacher's backyard in Portland, Oregon. His name is Bob. Thank goodness it didn't hit Bob. I know, right? You just never know when your number's up, though. Ten feet this way, does it hit <laughs> yeah, Bob's bedroom? Right. If Bob is gardening, Bob is dead. Yeah. Good gosh. Now Alaska Airlines has grounded their Boeing 737 MAX 9 fleet for inspections to see exactly why that happened. And of course, you ground a whole fleet of planes. There's going to be hundreds of flight cancellations. Oh, boy. So it was a nightmare trying to get around. If that happens to you... Do you have a tough time flying after, or can you shake it off? It'd probably take a little while before I decide to get on a plane again. Yeah, it's the same. Like, if you're in a car accident, you're nervous for a while after that. If you have to go drive anywhere or be in a car. Like, if you're on a plane and that happens, I don't know if I'd ever fly again. I had a little kid sneeze on me, and it was eight months before I got back in another plane. (laughs) Very traumatic. Very traumatic. (laughs) A JetBlue flight that was bound for Boston had to be diverted to Orlando after an unruly passenger claimed to be the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Who's trying to take my title? The uh, man was making threats to other passengers and punched a woman who was with him. Flight attendants then moved the woman to one of the plane's bathrooms, but the man followed (gasps) and was then punching the door trying to get her out. Oh my gosh. The pilots just quietly diverted to Orlando without saying anything because they thought the guy would get even more angry if they announced that they were. Then when they landed, they had to escort the guy off the plane. All the passengers also had to then get off the plane and wait for a new crew before leaving for Boston. Speaking of punching, did anyone punch him? Yeah. Where's the man on this flight? Because as soon as I see him punch a woman, I'm looking at the guy next to me and saying, you better get up and handle this guy. You're punching a woman. You're punching a woman and then you're attacking and following her to the bathroom? Where are the men on this flight? And now we're in Orlando? That's what's really annoying. Someone needs to get up and knock the lights out of this guy. And then he's not a problem anymore. Do you see the video from over the weekend of the Alabama man who dove into the fish aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop in Leeds? In his defense, that aquarium looks so cool and easily accessible. Drinking involved? There's no report of any drinking. I'm not (laughs) sure what was going on, but the guy was completely naked. And I saw the uncensored version of it, and somebody was saying, how cold is that pool? Oh, <laughs> dang! You could not discernibly see any type of gender markings on this individual. No micro It was unreasonable. <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah, I have no idea. But here's the thing. There was a little bit of a backstory. The man intentionally drove a vehicle into a pole outside the store, then took his clothes off, then went inside and jumped in the fish tank. Oh, he's on something. I say, this isn't drinking or drugs. Uh, he then refused to get out of the water and was taunting the police and jumped back into the water. 
I need to see that part of the video. There's no way this cat's With his sober. tiny penis, he's taunting the police and then jumps back in. That's amazing. He then tried to climb over the side <laughs> of the wall and fell and knocked himself out. That's where they finally got him. Oh, he's drinking. He uh, continued to struggle when they woke him up. He is now facing charges of public lewdness, resisting arrest, a whole bunch of other stuff in there, two counts of reckless endangerment and other charges. His family's saying he suffers from mental illness. Okay. That's what they're saying it was. So no word on what's going on or whether the charges will stick. But it's definitely not a flattering video that you'd like out there. They need to make those aquariums look less cool to jump into. Well, you always have a story. In a sense, <laughs> it's really good marketing for Bass Pro Shops. Didn't we just have a couple weeks ago somebody fished a big old fish? Yep. Out of the uh, one on the west coast of Florida here in like Fort Myers, I think it was. Oh, I am watching it. It's a great aquarium, oh, right? Man. And then he, he jumps out and lands on his body. Unless this is a different naked guy in an <laughs> aquarium. How many of these do we have? By the way, there's a lot of videos of dudes jumping in aquariums. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, 33-year-old Emily Morton entered multiple homes in Maryland while intoxicated. She then attacked at least one person and damaged property all before assaulting officers who showed up on the scene. Oh, boy. She threw chairs and damaged a few window fixtures. She then entered a home next door by forcibly breaking the glass patio door, then stripped off her clothes, and then left. (laughs) We should hook her up with Aquarium Guy. They have so much in common. They would have lovely children. At one point, Morton assaulted officers by spitting and biting at them. Uh Uh-oh, that's not going to go well for you, sweet cheeks. Yeah, she was also taken for an evaluation who's facing a bunch of charges. (laughs) Good heavens. She's probably not mentally stable either. Wow, a lot of that going around. Oh, man, I'm watching them arrest the naked guy. That's a a tough arrest. When they took him out, that's worth three, because he has no clothes, and you get a real big close-up of his... He's, he's, Dinky do. Put the handcuffs on, but he's trying to not touch him. Yeah. Oh boy. It was rough. Those poor cops. It's it's not flattering. We don't pay police enough. No. A Florida man who was arrested for a hit and run accident was caught hiding meth in his butt crack. <laughs> You have to put that in your butt before the cops show up. You can't try to hide your meth in your butt when the cops are watching you. And that's a dude that really loves meth. Now, in the hit-and-run accident, the victim is a paraplegic who was riding in his hand-pedaled bicycle. Oh, Lord. Thankfully, the paraplegic only suffered minor injuries and was taken to the hospital. Police were able to track down the assailant's vehicle. They pulled him out. He said he didn't stop because he didn't think he hit anybody. But that's when officers found meth in the vehicle. When asked if he had any more, the man replied, Yeah, it's between my butt cheeks. Bring in the rookie! <laughs> he tried to jiggle out the bag of meth, but uh, with the help of deputies, they were able to recover the drugs. What did that look like? I'll get it. Hold on, let me jiggle, jiggle uh, it out. Hold on, let me shake it a little bit. <laughs> There's a man in Tennessee that's facing arson charges after he set a couch on fire after a heated conversation with his mom on the phone. You can't do that. No. You set your own couch on fire? That's kind of dumb. Yeah. At least, at least one of my friends did it to mine. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. One of your friends did said, do you still have that couch with a giant burn hole in it? I do. I do. I think it gives it character now. Okay. Can we patch it? There's talks about that. <laughs> All right. 
don't know if you saw this viral video, the old man in Long Island, New York, who tried to reheat his Taco Bell in the microwave and its aluminum wrapper, and apparently it sparked and ruined his microwave, and he showed up at the Taco Bell pissed. Well, dude, you got to know what you're putting in your microwave. I've learned the hard way. I put those Olive Garden... Uh, the the sticks the bread, bread sticks, sticks in there and they are it will light yeah. your microwave on fire because yeah. it has that foil in the bag yeah. it's on me so he ruins his microwave shows back up the Taco Bell makes a big scene he's berating the employee at the counter demanding that they repay him for the tacos and his microwave which oh, he says blew up he is out of his mind then the next thing that blew up was the guy. He went up slapping the employee hard across the face. Oh, my gosh. I hope he got arrested on the spot. He showed up. The video didn't show that. Here's some of the audio. I'm going to lose food. Plus, you guys are going to pay for my microwave. It blew up. Oh, you're smiling. What's going on with you, bro? Man. Wow. That's a very loud slap. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there's sure another. It's real. It's real. <laughs> it is real. You, people lose their minds at these fast food restaurants. They really do. It's it's yeah. insane how crazy it gets. The guy who slapped him didn't look like the kind of guy that would get in on a jokey viral video. Okay. Right? He looked like a guy that would be old and pissed about well, doing something dumb like putting foil in your microwave. It's completely a hundred percent on you, yeah. dummy. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows you can't put foil in the microwave. I just saw yeah. one where there were, it was the they the girl made her make her chipotle three different times and then on the third one she didn't like it she took it and threw it right in the manager's face what yeah it's unbelievable i think you should be allowed as the manager of chipotle to punch her then the judge gave her the they said uh, part of your sentence you have to work at chipotle for a month oh i remember that story yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's a good okay. one i like that couple other uh, angry people here in the Whacked Out News. Allison Fisher threw a flower pot at her soon-to-be ex-husband as he drove away from their former home. What did he do? Well, apparently he had uh, wanted to take out the 1967 Camaro. She was going to go out in it with her new boyfriend. He's like, no. So he brought his truck over, took the Camaro, the fun joyriding vehicle away. She got upset, then threw the flower pot at him, hit him in the head, and left a red mark on the left side of his forehead. Dang. Yes. Uh, Police arrested her on a charge of simple battery, but I saw she was on a $1,000 bail, and nobody bailed her out. She was in there at least 24 hours. No one bailed her out, not even her new boyfriend. Nope. Nope. Dang. And 20-year-old Miracle Rivera assaulted her boyfriend with a vase on New Year's Day. What did he do? She was previously arrested for assaulting the same man with a Christmas tree on Christmas Eve over (laughs) suspicions of infidelity. Wait, her weapon was the Christmas tree? Yes. About that. They can hurt. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I can do some serious damage to you with my Christmas tree. Wow. KVJ. Oh, man, how would you like to go to an amazing Sandals Resort? They got so many locations from the Bahamas to Jamaica to St. Lucia to Barbados, Antigua, Grenada, or Caraco. Or Curacao, I guess is how you pronounce that. That's so fancy. It's outside of my leg. I've never been to any of them. Any of them. I'd love to go to any of them. Yeah. You get your pick, too. We got round trip airfare, too, from American Airlines. All you have to do is, right now, take the keyword sun, S-U-N, 
and enter that into the WRMF app, S-U-N. You've got almost one whole hour to go and enter it, but I'd do it right now before you forget. That's one entry. Now, you also get Coburge coming up at 11 a.m., 1, 3, and 5 p.m. today. The more times you enter, the better your chances are of winning. So, again, take the word sun, enter it into the WRMF app. But if you don't have it already, you can download it for free. You can stream the KBJ show and the radio station or pick up our podcast every single day, regular and even the after the show, and win cool things like trips, cash and concert tickets. All right. Another one is coming up two hours from now. All right. How would you help out this guy who wants to help his wife's self-confidence? He said, I've been married to the love of my life for four years since we were both 25. And last May, we had a baby. Everything's great. That's not the problem. The problem is since then, she's been very self-conscious about her body. Before the baby, she would gladly walk around the house in underwear or even naked. She would sleep naked. She didn't hide her body at all. And it was great. And would never even think about it. But since the baby's been here, she's kind of had some trouble getting back to the weight that she wants to be from the pre-pregnancy. I don't care about it one bit. I truly don't. But she's still her, and she's still sexy, and she's attractive to me. Yeah, I do see the difference, but it doesn't matter to me. But she, on the other hand, will wear baggy sweatpants to bed, big old nightshirts, and we don't leave the lights on during lovemaking anymore. If I look at her naked, which I like to do because, duh, she's still hot to me. She'll say, what are you looking at? It's a total 180 from where it was, and now it seems like a constant struggle for her to cover up and for me to assure her that it's fine. By the way, I know it's not all about how I feel, but about how she feels, but how can I convince her that I still find her attractive? So oh, far, it's not working. This is easy. Okay, what do you do? Go on that journey with her. Gain some weight along with her. <laughs> you yeah. have pie, you eat too. Does, Team fat. Does that work, Virginia, making you feel better about yourself if your man puts on the pounds as well? Absolutely not. Okay. That's not the simple fix, huh? It, it really isn't about him, and I'm glad that he knows that, but mm -hmm. it, there's really not much that he can do except keep reminding her about how sexy and attractive you think she is. But the things that she has to do, she's got to do them for herself. And if she doesn't do them, she's going to continue to be self-conscious. And you're probably not going to see her naked very often. And it's normal. When she eats a Sunday, you have to. <laughs> if she has a pizza, you have to. With a calzone on the side. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have two reasons now why you're not having sex. She doesn't feel good about herself, and she finds you gross. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. <laughs> I noticed this with my own wife. In fact, I just heard her in the last week verbalize because somebody had asked her and said, you know, I heard Kevin always talked about how you guys didn't, you know, ever get at it and what was going on. And she said, you know, I, I, I guess I, I don't even know what it was. I think the hangup was all me. And it was yeah. because I didn't feel good about my body. It's and true. She has lost a good amount of weight here over the last year and a half. And it's picked it back up. And, and there was nothing I could do. I did all the assurance I could. It just seemed like every time I even tried to touch her, she'd recoil. And now she gets a little, she's okay with it. I'm like, all right. So I, I always thought it was just me that was gross. No, it's nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with, with your partner at all. It's internal and it's a roadblock that you have to figure out in your own head. 
and, and if you have a supportive partner, great. And he keeps telling you how sexy and attractive you are. That's great. That's awesome. Not going to fix the issue. So the only fixings that I'm hearing, at least for some women out there, is... To get them back, you have to somehow get them to where they feel confident about their body again, and that might mean losing that weight and maybe trying to find a way that will help them lose that weight. Semaglutide. There's also yeah. ways you can lose weight together too. He, he he sounds like he's a supportive dude and a yes. nice guy. So maybe they start taking walks together and not putting pressure about losing the weight. But that's a good you know first step. You're walking. You're spending time together. You're doing it together and you're having fun. He sounds like he's a supportive guy. Some people, they, they wouldn't care if you feel bad or good or whatever. Yeah. Sounds like he cares. Yeah, it, it does. And so maybe that's what it is. You you do the investigating to find, okay, what are realistic ways? Now, keep in mind, she's a new mom, so that takes away a lot of energy and a lot of your time. But a lot of it's diet. My trainers always told me it's 80% diet. Maybe there's a few things that you can change with the diet that would make it easier for her to lose the weight if she doesn't have a lot of time and energy to do massive workouts. If that's not realistic, that might be a way to help her to lose the weight so she feels a little bit better. Um, I know with the, my ideal nutrition, I love it because it was simple, easy, and awesome, and boom. Lost a lot of weight on that. Or go the other way. We have a pizza night. <laughs> I rub you down. We have a nice massage sesh. She orders a cheeseburger. You order two. We snuggle. We have a food party. And you know what? We get weird. <laughs> the KVJ Show. Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes last night. Joe Coy had a little joke about uh, the NFL and how many times they showed Taylor Swift there. And then they cut to Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes. And she gives kind of a stern look and sips her wine. But I think she was in on the joke. And kind of played along with it. Maybe approved the joke. Yeah, or else she's, you know, kind of quick and just kind of went with it. Well, I mean, was the joke even scathing? If it's not scathing and she gets mad, then she looks bad. Yeah. It's the Golden Globes. I think it was just playing it off. Be all right, but it's still going to be a meme, you'll see. We're talking uh, about this guy who sent an email into us uh, about his wife's self-confidence. She had a baby, and he keeps trying to tell her that you look great. She hasn't lost the pre-baby weight yet or gotten to that point where she's at her pre-baby weight. And it's affecting their sex life, and he cannot figure out how to get her to feel better about herself. And I think, really, you've got two things. I think the more positive thing is just trying to help her change her body image. But it sounds like he's been going down that path, and it's not changing. And I think that's the biggest challenge. And the only other option you have is to, I guess, help her to try to change her body. But she's got to make the choice and she's got to do the work. Mm -hmm. And maybe she doesn't want you on her. Maybe she doesn't want that right now. Maybe Could she's be. just yeah. in a place where she's worried about her infant and she doesn't feel like being shook. Yeah. Uh, you know, that might be something where you got to uh, check out. And Nurse Schmidt in the uh, chat was saying, is she been evaluated for postpartum depression? Because the first two years after pregnancy are the worst. And it sounds like she still might be in that window. It might just be a little bit of time as well. Sure. She's got to adjust to being a new mom. and It's a lot. Yeah, just be patient. Keep doing what you're doing. I think patience might be a big part of this as well. And so. you might be tugging it a little bit, but that's okay. Look... Have fun with it. Call it Tug It Tuesday. Yeah. Make it a thing you look forward to. Mm -hmm. Wine yourself. Dine yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So patience might be something to take on as well, unfortunately. Today, Virginia's got a big day. She hasn't eaten since Saturday. She goes in for a colonoscopy today. Yeah. You know, she was telling me all about it as I was eating my Pringles earlier. Yes. Well, I was jealous because he was over there crunching away and it sounded so good. Yeah. I, I tried to move it past the breakfast hours just to 
Yeah, no. It was for some reason I didn't finish my Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> you said that uh, the person who's going to be doing the colonoscopy is someone you know, Virginia. Yeah, this is not what I really wanted because. Don't you always want any kind of doctor or nurse that's going to be rooting around in your pink parts to be stranger, older? You know, some of those parts are actually not pink, Virginia. I was, brown. I was going to say <laughs> pink parts. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> well, mine your, are pink. You're giving yourself a little too much credit. Uh-huh. First of all, you don't know how pink it is. You can't see back there. Whatever. <laughs> I'll take you in the bathroom and prove it. <laughs> All right, move along. So my neighbor was talking to me, and she's, like, younger than me, super hot, like, very, very attractive. And I knew she was a nurse, but I didn't know, like, what she did. Well, mm-hmm. turns out she's the colonoscopy prep nurse. Oh, So man. now my young, hot neighbor is going to be rooting around in my rear end. Doesn't that kind of break some kind of uh, butt-to-patient <laughs> I, I would be so bummed out if I went to get a colonoscopy and the nurse was really hot. I want to be. I wanted it to oh. be an older, like someone who I've never met before. I'm never going to see them again. I don't want older. Older than me. I don't, want, I don't me. want anybody older. I don't, I don't know. Let me see. Which which hole is it? I, I want somebody. That's, <laughs> I want. I want somebody that's young with great vision. But yeah, somebody that would just you want someone you're not attracted to, right? Exactly. <laughs> you want to be, and two, you want to be nameless and faceless. You don't want them to go tell their friends that they had to put a tube in Kevin's bum. If yeah. it's if it's a, a, an embarrassing situation, and all of a sudden someone hot walks in, you go, "Oh, rats!" That's right. Yeah, I want the ugliest practitioners. That's right. You don't you don't want that doctor that's. On their way, it's basically senior year for them. They're old and they're like, I don't care. I've seen so many butts in my time. I'm just trying to get through this thing. Yeah. You want someone that, that, that still wants to be there, but right. you're not attracted to. Yeah. <laughs> so you do the sedation and then what? Will Panda take you home or how does that work? Uncle Bill is going to take me. So okay. he's in town. He came, They came in. All the Buffalo family was here for the Dolphins game. Well, what a lucky guy he is. <laughs> Well, he just had a colonoscopy like two months ago. Okay. So he's got like videos and everything on his phone that he was showing me. And like, yeah. So I feel like I'm. You guys are a close family. We're going. I think I've got the best driver slash consultant, Uncle Bill, who just went through it. Have you drank that liquid yet? I've been drinking it, Kev. I hear it's rough. That, that going to lie, man, that's what kind of turned, <laughs> turned me off when I was eating my Pringles. I had to yeah. start drinking it at 8 o'clock, so I've been drinking it throughout the show. But yeah. I was going to chug it all because I'm not a wuss, and Uncle Bill was like, no, 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 it's not about chugging it. You have to space it out, and every 30 minutes, drink eight ounces of it like the directions told you to. Well, I think at this point, he earned the title Dr. Bill, first of all. <laughs> Dr. Bill. He's really been a great consultant on this colonoscopy. <laughs> he knows a lot about your butt. <laughs> he's driving me. He's picking me up. Now, when this happens, are you able to leave your procedure and go right through a drive through somewhere? Are you hungry or... Are you going, ugh, I don't know if I want to eat right now? Am I sad because I'm sore? You got to imagine in modern day time, they uh, got to soften up their hands a bit, right? I mean, but what's this camera? Is it. Uh, no, I don't, my wife had had one done, and I drove her home from it, and she didn't have any 
kind of issues. In fact, I was talking to a buddy of mine. He said it was the best sleep he's ever had. So he felt great. Really? Yeah. So maybe it's not like the size of a GoPro. So yeah, I guess no, my question is, not. will our witch over here be famished after the procedure and can she eat right after? I think you can. I think it's all good to eat. I think my wife ate pretty quick after it. I'll make you a video. Yeah. Please don't. I don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, you're going to see it. If they give me the footage of what's going on on the inside, I'm, I'm making it. you watch it. I'm not watching it. You are watching I'm it. I'm not answering any of your texts. I'm going to rickroll you. I'm blocking Virginia. You're going to open up a video and it's going to be the inside of my colon. I'm blocking it. I'm, you, I'm blocking you right now. <laughs> you are not able to block me. I will get to you. You will see the inside of my colon, like it or not. Well, good luck today. <laughs> Thank you. Hope everything goes all right on that. I know. I hope so too. Yeah, colonoscopy on a Monday. Ooh, Uncle you... Bill's didn't go so good when he did his. All right. Okay. Oh. T- coach, I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah, and ask for a timeout, please. Yeah. I don't think. We I, need... In fact, I was impressed. I'm like, wow, we made it out of a colonoscopy discussion without being too gross. And no way. Let me tell you about Bill. His didn't go well. Uncle Bill's, or Doctor Bill's, is real gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the KVJ Show. Well, how's your Monday going? It's a little bit of a struggle. Might be a good idea to go check out the F My Life website. People who've had their own little struggle, seeing their stories make, make you feel a little bit better about your own life. One person posted on there, he said, Today my doctor confirmed I'm pregnant, but she phrased it as, I've got some bad news for you, you're pregnant. I could be wrong, but should a health professional automatically assume a pregnancy is unwanted? FML. No. That is kind of a weird thing to hear, right? What she don't that? know you like that. Yeah, no, she doesn't. Yeah, no. there's there's some weird stuff. In fact, uh, I had posted up on our, I think it was our Instagram, the weirdest thing a medical professional has ever said to you. And man, there was a lot of responses on there. Mine is looking for Madonna tickets when my feet were in the stirrups. Mine was the guy walked in into the lobby, the doctor, which by the way, smelled like a bar, <laughs> sits down in front of the other patients and goes, so you want cocaine? Like, uh, what? Uh, hi, nice to meet you. My name's Jason. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I met him. He came in the lobby? Yes. And sat down. He did. He thought I was there for drugs. <laughs> yeah. What? And, and then he asked me if I wanted to be, if I, I was there for steroids. I'm like, dude, look, take take my shirt off. I'm very gross. I'm not on roids. I'm not here for pills. <laughs> uh, Ibani on our Instagram, she said, yeah, I was at the gynecologist. And when he was done, he said, well, you're good for another 3,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's trying to be cute. He is. He's yeah, to... you know, how gyno here, but sounds like you're going through a lot of mileage. Are, are, you, are you saying if you're a gynosaurus, don't be making jokes? Not like that. And, and he's a man. I don't like it. Okay. Um, Christy, she said, uh, yeah, while well, delivering my baby, my technician just kept going off talking about how well taken care of my lady bits were. What? Yeah. That is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. This happened at not my current dentist because I love my current dentist, but it was one of my older dentists where the dentist and the hygienist gets into a fight as they're working on 
your teeth, and it's all in front of everybody. No. A medical fighting in front of patients is always uncomfortable. While they're in your mouth? Why they're, while procedures are <laughs> being done. Yes. Keep it together. Right? Mm-hmm. It was amazing. You can't go back there if that happens. Never did. Another comment on Instagram says, during a pelvic exam, the doctor said, are you single? <gasps> that Not. right there, that's, that gets you fired, doesn't that it? That should get you that fired. That should get you fired. Yeah. Not appropriate. And uh, Cuban Queen, she said, uh, during a pelvic exam, I was asked if I had ever tried the South Beach diet. Eh, not inappropriate. Bad Come timing. On. Yeah. What's more inappropriate, that or the one woman asking in Virginia for Madonna tickets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what was your response? So it was like way before the gynecologist I have now, the one that you know, Dr. Thornton. This was a different place that I had gone to before her. And my response was like, Really? Uh, I can check and see if we have any. Like, uh, my hoo-ha is literally out. And it's a very vulnerable position to be in. Right. If you've never had your feet in stirrups, let me just tell you, it is very weird and not fun. Did the procedure start and then halfway through she goes, oh, hey, do you have any Madonna tickets I could possibly get? Or is this before the procedure started? This was during the procedure. That's, that's, that's crazy. And, and it's like you be amazed, like you just shoot them right out of your hoo well, There was one person Ka-ching. that was doing the procedure. That wasn't the person that asked me. It was the nurse that was with her. There was two people in the room, which is not fun. If your hoo-ha is out, you want minimal audience. Wow. I just want mm. one girl in the room. I don't want two. I don't want three. So did you go to the tickets or not? No. <laughs> I didn't have access to Madonna tickets. <laughs> Another uh, comment on our Instagram, the weirdest thing a doctor ever said to you. Somebody said, I had a gyno tell me that I had a bacterial infection down there. But she said, don't worry. That doesn't necessarily mean your husband's cheating on you. It doesn't necessarily mean? doesn't necessarily mean that. I mean, it could be anything. But also, too, thanks for putting that in my mind. Yeah, thanks for giving me that little nugget to mess with my head all day. Yeah. Well, just because you're in the medical you know, community doesn't mean your bedside manner is always there. There, there, right. there are some amazing doctors, some amazing nurses. But in my opinion, part of that is the bedside manner. Mm-hmm. Knowing how to talk to people yes. and not telling this poor girl that her husband's probably cheating on her. Well, people are freaked out when they're getting stuff done. Yeah. Yes. Especially when your feet are in the stirrups. It's awful. Oh, that's... It's the most vulnerable you can ever be. I could, I could, I feel, I could see that. And usually, for some reason, they have the exam table where your, your clam is facing the door. Like, why is that? If anybody opens the door, <laughs> right. voila, hello, voila, there's my business. Get a whole shot. That yeah. is not the way that you should set up those rooms. Just turn the bed the other direction. Yeah. And another Instagram comment said, the uh, doctor asked me, what gender were you assigned at birth? Wow. Really? Interesting comments are on our Instagram. Yeah, you can go and add yours as well. A couple other comments from the F My Life website. Uh, one person said, today I accidentally threw a glass of iced tea in my own face. <laughs> Because the restaurant I've been going to for over a decade switched from heavy glass mugs to identical light as a feather plastic mugs. <laughs> uh, they need to have a warning on that, don't they? That's amazing. That's crazy. 
Uh, another one said, uh, today a guy asked for my number at a party. As I was entering my number into his phone, my name and a picture of me popped up. I'm he afraid I just you. met my stalker. He already had you in already his phone. Already had you in the phone, yeah. What would you say if that happened? Because that is odd. How do they already have you? I number? would think that I just already had met them before. I wouldn't think they were a stalker, but mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to me before where I'm going to put somebody's name in my phone and they're already in there. Stalker. But I'm not looking in people's windows. The KVJ Show. All right. Suits is out sick today and Jaybird just clearly got back in the studio. <laughs> Quiet as a mouse. Yeah. You guys heard that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's a head-to-head battle with uh, Virginia and Jaybird here and Think Fast today. Oh. Denny's is running KBJ TV for Suits. Right. Which verse the bird? I like the sound of that. I'm going to eat you. I'll rest in peace. All right, first up. <laughs> Tell me something that is bad for your health that starts with the letter M. Malls. Meth. Meth. Okay, yeah, meth, I think, plays a little bit better than malls. <laughs> malls. I don't know if they've proven malls to... He distracts you with his crazy answer. Yeah, malls. <laughs> I don't know if there's any proof that it, it increases your health. <laughs> no mall walking. Oh, oh damn, right. Kevin's right. right. Yeah, argue. you can argue the other side on that one. <laughs> All right, first point goes to Virginia. What about this? Think fast. What is something that can kill you that starts... With the letter B. Bees! Bees can't kill you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bees can't. Bees! bees! The bees! The bees! The bees! All right, Bird is on the board. It is tied at one apiece here. All right, how about this? Think fast. All right, it is something that is good for you that starts with the letter V. Viagra! <laughs> Technically... <laughs> It's good, good it's good for your sex life. Okay. <laughs> Viagra, right? I'm going to give it to It is good for you if you have ED. If you have ED, it's a thing. Helps with blood flow. Yeah. Yeah, even aside from that. What would happen if I took a Viagra? I don't I, know, but I, I've taken one before, and I'm not going to lie, your boy brought the heat. <laughs> Prove it? <laughs> Okay, do it, bitch punishment. <laughs> the losing team. I'm just saying, there's they they work. I think women can. I think it uh, increases the blood flow to whatever. Do right? I grow a penis? No, but I think you'd have more sensation. Mm. We did it for a bit. And mm. I remember I took it. And I remember when I got home, I'm like, whoa. Hey, now. Hey. Yeah. Matter <laughs> up. Oh, yeah. No, it does. It, it's got a mind of its own. It does. It's kind of like you're a, a teenager again, like you're 14, sitting in math class in sweatpants. It's going to be dangerous. It, it, it brings you to the best of your ability. It gives you every ounce. It does. Every just. It does. It, what are you doing, a Viagra commercial right maximizes now? maximizes your potential. Are you getting paid for this? I, I just was, I, I was impressed. Yeah. But do you take it regularly? No. Oh, okay. No. No. Just for that special somebody. <laughs> Haven't found her yet. Well, we did it for a bit. That's why I was like, holy. So she was Kevin. Yeah, I think I did a lot. You took Viagra for Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Okay, what about this? Think fast. A musical act your parents would hate that starts with the letter M. Metallica. Oh, okay. Mom. 
My mom hated Metallica. She did. My yeah, mom did. loved Metallica. No, she, she did. <laughs> I can't even lie. <laughs> All right, it is now tied at two apiece. This is the last one? It will be the tiebreaker. Oh, I'm standing. Okay, I'm standing too then. Standing for this. Okay. Oh, I let her back in. There's so much pressure. I let her back in. <laughs> okay, here we go. The final one. A breed of dog that starts with the letter R. Rottweiler. No! Dang it! She beat me with dog voice. I did not do that on purpose. Rottweiler is hard to say fast. That was. Dang it! I wanted it. Well, over the weekend, lots of uh, interesting things happened here in South Florida, not just uh, tornadoes in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Kevin Hart went uh, rolling through Coral Springs on Saturday. Yeah, I wonder who went to that. Yeah, I don't know. If anybody did, I'd like to hear how was his show. He was trying out some new material. You could uh, let us know, 877-979-WRMF. Also coming up here in a couple minutes, kind of interesting, just the celebrities that made this list, because this isn't even in the era of the... You're canceled. These are celebrities who were ruined for taking a stand. And it really affected their career or their life. And we look back at it now, and they weren't necessarily wrong. Who made this list? I'll let you know next. KVJ. These things happen in an era even before we were canceling people, which I think is kind of impressive. But there were a lot of people that either suffered in their career or in their life because of a stance that they took or something that happened with them. And now we look back and you know what? They really weren't necessarily in the wrong. They actually did the right thing and still got canceled. The one I can't, I remember the Dixie Chicks being bigger than life. They were crossing over. Yeah. And then Natalie Maine said the stuff about George W. Bush. And then I don't think they ever recovered from that. They really did not. They had a lot of radio stations, country radio stations, that boycotted playing them. They were riding really high, and they took a political stance. Now, somebody might argue, say, well, you know, today, if somebody wants to get all political, you may turn off 50% of your audience. When you go typically to a country audience, you may be talking about a higher level than just 50-50, like I think mainstream America is. Country, a lot of times, tends to ride a little bit more Republican. So when you you know, skewer the ultimate uh, demagogue for that political party, it might cost you. And it yeah. did them. And I, and I know they had a, a, a resurgence after, and they came back with another album, but I just remember them. Remember how big they were? Yes. They were, they were huge. They were huge. Now, I, I think where they were right, look, if you want to make a political stance today, you're going to lose some fans one way or the other. But a lot of the criticism was about the Iraq War, which at the time was being sold to us as the right move. We need to do it. It was going to help us fight terrorism over there. It was justified. And then they found out that they really got some uh, incredible evidence that was not right. And, you know, a lot of people today do not feel like the Iraq war was the right move. And that we wasted a lot of American lives 
taking on a challenge that we shouldn't have messed with. But it was one of those things where you saw it immediately, pretty much, them getting... Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, the doc, I, would, I would say I don't know if they've ever recovered. I mean, they've had a song or two here as of late. And I saw one of the Dixie Chicks recently passed away in a car accident. I think that was one of the founding members. So she's not one of the three that you know and okay. love. Yeah. yeah, I think she was an older founding member, maybe. And okay. someone's letting us know it's the Chicks now. Yes, it is. That's right, because you can't use the word Dixie. Yeah. The Dixie, if you use that, it'll either get you canceled or it'll help you lose the KBJ Do we have draft. to cancel a whole entire street? Somebody let Winn-Dixie know about this. <laughs> Winn-Dixie and Dixie Highway could be... Days are numbered. Yeah, mark might, for death. They might want to just call themselves the beef people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think it's a better name. Mm-hmm. What the hell's a Winn-Dixie? I don't know. Sinead O'Connor. She really harmed her career when she was at the Pinnacle playing on Saturday Night Live. She ripped up a picture of the Pope. Now, a lot of people didn't really get through the message to it. They just saw her ripping up a picture of the Pope and said, you don't do that. That Again, you're attacking the figurehead that represents a lot of people. And I think that's what people saw. But behind that was actually her protesting child molestations that were going on within the Catholic Church, which as the years rolled on, we found out how prevalent it was. And... If that's what you got out of her protest, that this is what she's focusing on, is the child molestations, I don't think a lot of people would say, yeah, you shouldn't do that. That's something you would applaud. Well, yeah, they, I think some people would say she was attacking the religion, and she was really trying to shed a light on the stuff that was going on. The problem. On. Yes. I think in both these cases, there was a bit of confusion. They only saw that she, the chicks were attacking George W. Bush. They only saw Sinead O'Connor attacking the Pope, but there was something behind deeper deeper that they were really trying to protest and maybe that got lost and it really cost them a lot of fans it really did get lost because i didn't know that it was about pedophilia mm-hmm. in the catholic church which has been a problem and yeah. back then people didn't speak out like they speak like now everyone speaks out you know what i mean so especially celebrities in hollywood back then when someone would would speak out it was like whoa Someone's making a stance here. Holy crud. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was just it wasn't as common. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person from SNL that uh, lost their gig for doing something was Norm MacDonald. He kept doing topical O.J. Simpson jokes, and one of the execs there was like, you got to knock it on the O.J. cracks, and he did not. They told him to stop it, and he would not stop. And I'm pretty sure he came back to host SNL. Mm-hmm. I thought he came back to host, and he said, well, they fired me. That wasn't good enough, but now they want me to host? Yeah. <laughs> good point. Good point. Courtney Love spoke out against Harvey Weinstein. She did. There's a clip of her saying something, don't take any private meetings with Harvey Weinstein. It's a great clip. And that's before- It's a great you know, morning. It's before all the stuff went down. I think that was a really tough nut to crack, and now it's been cracked wide open, thankfully. I think that is one of the things that the hashtag MeToo and all that really brought to the forefront, because it was- there was a lot of bad behavior. I mean, we're dealing with it. We talk about the Epstein stuff and the power and all that stuff and what they have covered up. Harvey Weinstein was part of it. And then Brendan Fraser is another person that got blacklisted in Hollywood, partly because he had gone out and talked about how the head of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association had groped him. Yes. And 
that kind of like a Weinstein type thing cost him some roles. That, Which is so messed up. It is messed up, yeah. Because the guy couldn't be coming off sweeter or more kind in interviews and like, ah, just it breaks my heart. The Weinstein thing, they tried to take him down earlier and there's there's reports that Matt Damon and I forget another big actor uh, tr- got the story squashed. I, th- I want to say it was either the New York Times or one of those things, mm-hmm. but there's reports on Matt Damon going, well, it's not blah, blah, blah. Could they try to bring Weinstein down a little bit earlier than what, what, how, it, how it all played out? Yeah, it just didn't happen. Huh? That goes to show you how protected he was in yeah. Hollywood. He was very protected. Yeah. And uh, somebody else who got ruined for taking a stand or doing the right thing inexplicably, if you go way back to the 96 Olympics, there was a guy named Richard Jewell. And he was simply a security guard who saw a backpack there in Centennial Olympic Park. And he saw the pipe bombs that were in it in the park grounds. And he helped to evacuate the area before the bomb exploded and saved a whole bunch of people from injury or death. And then because they couldn't find the person who did it, he started to become the hero to the suspect. And the media basically held their own trial and almost convicted this guy, and it really kind of ruined his life. I don't know that he ever really recovered. In fact, they did a movie about his life, and it was really kind of sad to see everything he went through for doing the right thing. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but I thought it was was very good. Yeah, it was a very good movie. A really good cast in it as well. Yeah, imagine that the media really did. They screwed him over. He was just trying to help. Yeah, it was uh, called uh, Richard Jewell. If you uh, want to see the movie, it was uh, a 2019 biographical drama that came out. I think you'd like that movie, Virginia. Yeah. Put that on the list of movies Jaybird recommends to you that you're not going to watch. Is it on um, Netflix? <laughs> I uh, Clint Eastwood was the director of that. I thought it was good. Yeah. No, it was. It was and like I said, it was a really good cast. And yeah, poor guy. He died in 2007. Really, I don't even think got to see himself vindicated. Oh, damn. Yeah. Kathy, That's sad. Yeah, really was. That's why it's uh, kind of a mess. That's why, uh, you know, again, we need to pump the brakes and not rush to judgment. Unfortunately, they always like to put a nice little ribbon on a story and end it. Oh, come on, Kevin. It's 2024. That's what we do. We rush to judgment. Yeah. We cancel. That's how it goes. All right, uh, coming up here, we got the after the show. There is more KBJ on the way. Got anything you want to add into the discussion? Send us an email, mail at kbjshow.com. You can watch it live and also on Twitch. Go to either platform and simply look for the KBJ show. It'll also be on demand if you want it that way as well. Bird, if you would, wrap up today's show with your thought for the day. It's your turn. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, boy. Uh, Oh, no. Computer issues. Okay. Focus on making yourself better, not on thinking that you are better. (laughs) 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 Call your loved ones. Tell them you love them. The KBJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.